What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Why? I, I always wanted to do that. <laughs> that shit was all right, though, back in the day. Uh, WZUP. That was perfect. Nah, Stan was my man. He said, who you talking to, Sean? <laughs> Stan was a cheap motherfucker. No, nah, he used to he used to curry my man, Sean. All the time. He said, Sean, that's your third cup this week. Are you trying to bankrupt me? <laughs> <laughs> you a fool. That's far enough. Drop your laundry and turn slowly. So you're going to rob me now? I need to remind you who I am. Omar, isn't it? Pull it slowly, then toss it. Oh, I will move slow. I ain't tossing nothing. Bow tie. So whatever you're going to do, you might as well go ahead and make it quick. I knew you'd come back. I trust you didn't lose sleep over it. Worrying about you be like wondering if the sun going to come up. Ain't about to wild out over it. What I want to know is how you find me. Your boy. He didn't give you up easy. Ain't no sugar water running through them veins. You kill him. He's resting. I see you favor a 45. Tonight I do. And I keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder it. Nice showpiece you got there. Walther, PPK, 380, double action. Hit them Walters like to jump some. As will you, with one in your elbow. That gun ain't got enough firepower to make my joint useless. It definitely won't stop me from emptying out half my mag. You might not hit me. This range? And this caliber? Even if I miss, I can't miss. I admire a man with confidence. I don't see no sweat in your brow neither, bro. I suppose we could stand here all night. Suppose we could. Or settle this once and forever. I want to ask you something, brother. Listening. It's the Separate the Two podcast. I'm your boy, O King Johnny. O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny with my co host. It's the your you stepchild G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick James. I look better than Separate the Two. I put it like this I think if it wasn't for the show and promoting the show, whatever, right. I'd probably be done with, with social media. Yeah, definitely. Separate. Got a lot of regular ass chicks that's got a lot of followers. hundreds of thousands. You know what I'm saying? All the ones that's got big, they insta, they uh, OnlyFans, shit. right? Or they they so, showed their ass at some point in time. Separate. Oh, uh, what was your first pet's name? He's like, oh, I had a pet. This is my pet. <laughs> but you don't realize, you know what I'm saying? This is all the shit they ask you on them little security joints. You know what I'm saying? When you filling out shit, he like that. Oh man, it's the Separate the Two podcast. We are back. Sir. Did you miss me? Bro, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on you 
and you network on Instagram. It's been a this couple nigga weeks. Making up shit now. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Is it you and you it's underscore network? You and you underscore network. Don't give me the line. It might not be. <laughs> you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio. Um, what am I forgetting? Uh, separate underscore the underscore two on Instagram, and you could request us on your Alexa machine. So how does that work? Because my man asked me about it. Does it have to be? Say, he can say Alexa, play separate the two podcasts. But does he have to be like? Does that have to be like linked to his phone, or is just going to do a period? What does what have to be linked to his phone? Nah, I mean, Alexa, oh, you talking about the machine? Oh. No, we're on Amazon. Okay. So once he, so he once he requested it, all he gotta do is tell her to play. She's gonna play. Yep. And he could he could um so if you say if you tell her to play the Separated Two podcast, it's just gonna play the latest show. Okay. Automatically. Now if you wanna hear a particular show, then you have to tell her, you know, the name of the show. Right. But yeah. Because you know all my friends were medial, so you gotta make sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you re- if you request it, they're gonna play the the latest show. Okay, for sure. And I I can't speak for all the shows on the network, but I know you would get the same result requesting a reservation for three and the unproductive, unapologetic podcast. Okay. So all those will come up. Now those are the only ones I manage on the network. <laughs> I can't I can't speak for the others. Shit together, bro. You got to get all of them. On uh, well, I don't manage them. They everybody manage their own show. So, but yeah, so that's that with that. But uh, we're back from our Labor Day break, and a lot has transpired during that time. And um, I guess we could start the show with a rest in peace to. Hey, I forgot his, his Michael name. Michael about call, Williams, ain't he? I, I was about to call him Omar. I mean, at the end of the day, he is Omar. <laughs> he will always be Omar. Right. But uh, rest in, we're going to give a moment of silence to uh, Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace. It's the Separate the Two podcast. How you feeling, G? Feeling good. But uh, back to... Um, Michael Quick, Michael K. Williams. I know he was in other other uh, shows and shit, but was Omar like? I want to say biggest because I feel like the joint on uh, what's that? Boardwalk Empire was kind of big. I'm about to say he was good on Boardwalk. But is it just niggas knowing by Omar? Because I don't think no one calls him anything but Omar. Uh, if you ever wanna. Uh, uh, have somebody know who you talk about Omar is the character right. you go to So he played that like, good enough That that's just forever yeah. gonna be him Yeah he's forever Omar yeah. Which is which is in in a way Like kind of the Might be one of the dopest Characters right. I've seen In those type of uh, You know those yeah. type of Stories being told I'm like Damn, this Bama was known for robbing the drug dealers. Right. That's <laughs> that's pretty and crazy. and was was accepted by everyone being gay. True, like no one had an issue yeah. with Omar. Well, I mean, you better not have an issue. Right. With him. <laughs> right. So that's that what he it was, takes. He was that dude, you know. He was that dude, and he was he was actually really 
really like that in the sh- in the show. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Unlike, you know, some people, <clears throat> little Nas X, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold up, no, he, he wasn't gay in real life, is he? Omar. No, no, oh. I say he was really that in the gotcha, show. Gotcha. You know, he was really that in the yeah. show. Unlike you know, people faking it, little Nas. But it was because I'm 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 really starting to believe that. Right, but we get gay. to that. But um, yeah, we'll get to that. It's crazy because growing up. You know, we didn't really, you know, back in the day, being gay wasn't really uh, as prevalent as, pre- as, yeah, as uh, it is now. Yeah, it just as yeah, open exactly. and yeah. But up front, yeah. growing up, it was this gay dude in the neighborhood. He was an older dude. I'm in elementary school at this time, so okay. he was in high school. He might have been was he out of high school? I'm thinking he was in high school, but he was an older okay. older dude. Gay. Everybody knew he was gay, but the Bama had hands. So it was like, oh yeah, you couldn't like no one joked about him. So that's how I always, you know, it was never a joking thing. Like no one ever looked down on on being gay because this dude held it down. So it was like if you made any jokes, you had to answer to them. So growing up, you know, past that, you see people joking and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, like this how y'all feel about them? Because me growing up, like you ain't mess with the the one gay dude I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've been known to uh be fighters though. Yeah. I do remember that. Like they like don't mess with yeah, them. Yeah, they always got busy. Dudes. Yeah, they get wrecked. But uh but yeah, but rest in peace to him. Um Definitely. Uh very surprising, very uh sad situation, man. But But that was a thing that weekend, wasn't it? Wasn't that with that Labor Day weekend? Uh, or around it? there? I, I, after it that? It had to be. Cause they said it was, was a few it, deaths uh, that that weekend. Yeah, it was that weekend. You're right. It was that weekend. Yeah, because a, a comedian passed. I can't. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, I now. missed that one. Yeah, um, it was on TMZ. I saw it on TMZ. Mm. I wasn't super familiar with the comedian, but you know, people really going out by that fentanyl, man. That that joint seems to be undefeated at this point. Facts. That uh, that fentanyl is no joke. If y'all did messing around with them drugs, be careful, man. Be careful. Be careful. That's one of them things. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, somehow I've I've been able to stay completely away from drug use. Yeah. It just was. It never. It never appealed to me. It, it's something about not being in control. Remember, we was always yeah. when we needed to be focused and on point. So we was never really into the. I'm like that to this day. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of loosened up since then but it's still certain things i just don't i'm real cautious when it comes to mixing shit because Mm, some things might be okay alone but Mm -hmm. i'm real cautious of like if i do this how would this react with this you know what i'm saying but Mm -hmm. it seemed like most of the people i guess they reach a high and i know they they can't get the high i guess when you when you're doing something enough you you gain a tolerance Mm-hmm. So Bama start adding other shit to it to to get a different high, and that's when you fuck up because you don't know how these things react to us each together. Yeah, yeah. And I came across an interesting conversation on the podcast. I'm I'm done plugging podcasts. So I'm not gonna yeah, say we ain't name. giving nobody no shout outs. Yeah, but um, they were having a conversation about um, they were having a conversation about <clears throat> drugs being legal. Would drugs be would things be better off if they made all drugs legal so that they can regulate it better? And I was, I was, I thought about, it. I was like, I was like, I feel like 
if they legalize all drugs, maybe it will help. But as far as regulating it, I mean, I think people still gonna yeah, find ways it. to fuck with that. Yeah. yeah, to to abuse the situation. But do you think legalizing drugs would make things better? No, or worse? I don't think it'll make it worse. Yeah, I think it'll make it worse. What, how so? Because I think some folks are afraid of doing quote unquote illegal things. So it slows them mm. up a little bit. But if you make it legal, mm. I think more people will be curious. Mm. It's funny you say that because uh, a couple people mentioned the same thing on the show. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I know you didn't hear it. So it's right. just interesting to hear you say but that. But that's when people always talk about gun laws and this and that. But I'm like, these people who are doing wild shit ain't doing it legally. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you trying to stop certain people. That's not stopping the ones you're trying to stop. Because either way, they're exactly. going to find a way to do what they want to do. It's, it's funny you say that because I was I was having a conversation with uh, a couple of my officers mm-hmm. today, and um, just out of curiosity, I've been asking people in their life how many times have they called the police, <laughs> and in the in the circle of the three of us, it was they had only been called twice. I had called them once because somebody broke in my car. Well, I think I called them once the first time my car got broken into. Okay, so you've called them once. So, they, so, so between the four of us, the police been called three times in our lives. He, uh, uh one of my Shit. officers said he he didn't even call him. He said he flagged down an officer because somebody had broken into his car, mm-hmm. and I had called for a break in in the car. You had called one time for a break in the car. So you figure four grown ass men right. in our lives, we've only called on the police three times. Yeah. And I say that to say because my car been broken into a lot, but after the first time you realize, hey, shit, they can do. It's like, ain't and no the need. Rep- the police, the police report is really just for the um, insurance yeah. company. At the end of the day, because they ain't like they about to go out here and try to find right. no stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's it's strictly for the insurance company, and the cops pretty much carry it. Like you know, hey, I mean, yeah, they ain't here's your to report. Shit. Yeah, take it up with your your uh, insurance company, but I say all that to say, it's it's so many emphasis. You know how they put so much emphasis on police and need more police mm-hmm. and the police and the police. And I'm like, bro, the police don't change nothing. Yeah, they don't change nothing. They usually come after the fact. You know what I'm right. saying? You, you call the police after something happens. They don't really prevent shit. They don't. Yeah, they don't make the crime get better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and if it's never they, been a even when you call them for shit that you're going through, it never seems genuine. It always comes off like some kind of arrogance when you're dealing with the police. It's never no good interactions when it comes to dealing with them. Because they always act like you bothering, right? <laughs> and it was crazy like, because uh, what was we talking about? Shit. I think we was talking about the the COVID shot, the vaccination. Okay. And I was mm. telling my coworker, I'm like, I'm more afraid of being pulled over than a vaccination. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but real talk, like, and he was just like, you know, why? You know, you know, have you? And I'm just like, it's never been a pleasant moment dealing with police. On top never. of everything that's going on now, it's just like, I'm more afraid of that than you know somebody <laughs> shooting me up with something. And I was telling him because how. Uh, our building set up it's a i don't know why the police is always chilling over there like uh-huh. they be doing they just be chilling in, in the cut or whatever and i tell him like even and i'm at work you know i ain't doing shit wrong nothing mm-hmm. when i see them bamas in the cut if i gotta go outside i'll be jot nervous i'll be like 
Mm-hmm. Man, like, yeah. that man was looking for me. I ain't did shit, but that's always my perception yep. is never know. <laughs> it's always kind of like, damn, they go to police. Like, you kind of tense up. Like, police ain't, it's just that never no good has come from dealing with the police with me. Yeah, it's it's to me it's it's all stems from trauma, bro. Yeah. It all stems from trauma, and it's funny because over the on my part time, I was having a conversation with one of the officers there, and um, he got married last weekend, so you know he's mm. like, um, you know he he in love. Look, he yeah, like big time, mm. like so much so, like talking with him about it, and you know asking no. questions and stuff. Like the Bama's so so happy about um getting married to his lady or whatever i was like yo i was sitting there and you know how i've been anti-marriage <laughs> or whatever i for like for like yeah. at least i say no nah, hit me out uh-huh. hit me out come on man come yeah. on this is a serious moment softening you i up. say i say for I, i'm be honest i say for about maybe five or six seconds i thought about <laughs> i might get married again bro you gonna do it bro it's, it's gonna happen man it's gonna happen you think i'm gonna do it yeah yeah <laughs> I think why you think because I think you're so you know everything you've been through you know you 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 have a stance for a reason uh-huh. but I feel like you you have this stance you're so stuck on your stance that someone is going to fall in line with everything that you agree with to the point mm. where your guard is down because you found you you know what I'm saying like someone who mm. completes you where it's like oh no nah, like yeah let's do it but you ain't going You'll never settle. You know what I'm saying? Like you, your your stance won't allow you to settle. It's it, it, you know what? I, I don't like the word settle. I know what you yeah, say. Yeah, a lot of people settle though. Settle. But people settle. Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. that's the issue. But for me, it's not a it's not a settlement thing. I just part of it's cause I've been there, done mm-hmm. that. I just know for me, it's gotta be Yeah. We gotta be clicking on right. the same. Yeah. cylinders you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and if that's not there because i've been there and done that i already know like mm-hmm. nah we ain't ready you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. we're not ready because if we was ready damn we gotta put a pen would... in this because it's going it's it goes with something we're going to discuss later so just remember this all right, so, all right well i'm gonna stop talking about because because it, then it'll come back up again okay yeah it'll yeah, come back up again. yeah but um but yeah man but yeah he was he and, and so let me throw this out mm-hmm. there so getting back to what we was talking about so the the cops being a fearful thing for black folk, especially black men. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, uh, I want to say, is he Asian? He might be either Asian or, uh, he's either Asian or maybe, uh, Philippine, something like that. Okay. And she's black or whatever. Okay. His, his, his wife yeah, is, both is a black woman or whatever. Yeah. But you know, but it's, it, it's not a, I don't want you to think I was talking to another black man. Okay. But I say all that to say he was talking to me about how when they first started dating, um, her mom had reservations about mm. her dating outside the race. Yeah. His parents had reservations about dating outside the race, right? And so he was like, it was it just felt so good because they were all so happy. That's they all up. love each other now. Yeah. They was getting along, whatever. And I was like, I can't speak for your parents. I was saying, but for her, her mom in our community, that's trauma, man. Like dealing with somebody outside yeah. your race because what we've gone through mm-hmm. uh culturally and race relations right. is just a it's just a natural nervous reaction. Because yeah. we don't feel to, like anyone accepts us or understands yeah, us. And it's funny you say that because that's he was 
his he was saying her mom's worry wasn't so much about him. Yeah. Her question was, how are your parents yeah. going to set my daughter? Right. Or your you know uncles or your cousins or, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, is she protected when she go to your family exactly. reunion? Exactly. Exactly. He was like, it was crazy. He was like, because, you know, everything has come so far. He was like, to the point, he was like, they was all hugging and laughing. Yeah. And um, he said his father kept calling my daughter, my daughter and all. And I'm like, yo, that's a beautiful thing. And I was like, if people, if the world could just, that that moment that you're talking about mm-hmm. right there, like if the world could just get <laughs> to that level, it would solve so much yeah. shit, bro. It would solve so much shit. But we here, man. Right. We here. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, How was, it sucks when, it sucks when you take a week off right. because twofold. So one part of it is when you take a week off, and you listen. I listen to a lot of shows, mm. so I shouldn't say a lot of shows, but I have a, a handful of shows that I listen to. Okay, and you hear people talk about stuff or make points that you, you was wanted make, to get right? off. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but because you didn't record, it's like right. Fuck! It sound like I'm copying somebody when yeah, yeah. no, this was actually my yeah. thought. And then the other part is you get kind of out of sync a little right. bit. You know what I'm saying? And you miss me, but we. This nigga, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Man, nobody say nothing about that. That's fucked but, up. Before we go, I just want to say I hope you guys enjoyed the flashback episode. Um, I'm gonna try to uh, do fillers like that for times that we can't record, yeah, that so we can just was keep the. the hook. <laughs> every time I hear so it, can... I'll be battling with y'all, and I, I missed that one. So every time I hear it, I just be like y'all was tripping. <laughs> no wait, I'm telling you that whole show. If you so if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, last week for Labor Day we didn't drop, so we dropped the show called. Uh, it's the R&B the bracket. Show? The R&B bracket. Mm-hmm. It's a flashback episode called the R&B bracket. So uh, if you want to hear it, you go back and listen to that. But I blame that whole crap. Well, the, the bracket was yeah, terrible. Yeah, definitely. We should have rearranged the bracket first and foremost. Yeah, that's one mistake yeah. we made. And then had criteria like the, for the second. Like you, you should have had a, some, you know, what we going to do. It's, def- it's definitely a much better way we could have yes, did Yes, definitely, that. easily. But Waves, I didn't. I knew it then, but I was reminded how manipulative <laughs> Waves was in that fucking yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. yo. It turned into old versus young quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was like even and the young was kind of was like, ah, uh, but now I got to stick to, you know, my side. Waves, Waves manipulated that yeah, whole thing. And let me tell you, it was funny because Scott wasn't there that day. Right. You wasn't there that day. So we was kind of outnumbered yeah. in a way, you know what I'm saying? But bruh, it's no way in hell you have a group R and B R and B bracket of any kind right. and Jodeci is not yeah. somewhere in the finals, right. bruh. It's Easily. impossible. impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. But that was crazy. enough about that. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I'll let you rock. Oh, what was we saying? I forgot. How did we get there? You was about to say something. I just wanted to uh I just wanted to give that tidbit about the flashback episodes. We're gonna be doing those okay. uh, periodically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the word? But you was periodically. Okay, no, I don't think sound like what you said at first. I just wanted to hear it again. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on. I ain't drinking. I'm just drinking water. I'm just drinking water. I'm here tonight. No, nah, I was Let's just pod. gonna uh say um since the last time we uh potted, my kids had their first high school battle um football game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's so right. So my son plays football for one school and my two daughters play I mean they in the they dance majorette dance shit for the band at the other school. So they yeah. finally played uh 
each other. Yeah, on Friday. Was it this Friday or the Friday before? I think it was last Past last Friday. Friday. Yeah. So that was big, you know, even though my girls don't play football, you know, it's been they've been trash talking back and forth for bragging rights and shit. And my son and them end up losing, so you know, my oldest let him have it. Of course, she wasn't letting off or nothing. She she was hype. But um so in that game I sat on the the home side with my daughters and them cuz they sit in the stands and perform and, and dance in between them quarters or whatever and at halftime they go on the field and do a show. So I sat on their side because you know I know I'm going to go to all his football games so I wanted to support them this time. And gotcha. even though I was rooting for the away team, you know, I was supporting the home squad or whatever. But it felt kind of weird because I'm kind of cheering for the other team while everybody is cheering for the home team or whatever. Gotcha. I'm saying all this, I'm saying all this to, for a reason. So just flow with me. Monday, Monday, my youngest uh, had her first volleyball game. So she decided she wanted to try out for volleyball this year in middle school. She's in seventh grade. Um, out of the blue. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. So she ended up making the team. They had their first game on Monday. So I get there, you know, and I don't know shit about volleyball. I mean, of course, you know the basics. Hit the ball over the shit or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I don't know the the – the matches and the scoring and all that shit. So gotcha. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm, I'm catching on. It's, it's going pretty good. I'm like, all right, this is, this is all right. So it's, they, I guess they play the best out of five and each, okay. each game is to 25. Okay. So they lost the first game. Uh, they, so I don't, I don't remember the point system goes. Has, so basically you score by ones. Yeah. You score by ones. Or, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, they lost the first game. They won it. Mm-hmm. They won the second. Lost the third. Won the fourth. So matches. Yeah, matches. Okay. So the fifth goes up to fifteen, right? Mm, okay. Yeah. So they end up losing the fifth um, because of the ref fucked that up. But anyway, so I'm in the we in the joint right, and the match is happening again. I'm just there. I'm trying to you know figure it out. My daughter's first time. I ain't expecting nothing crazy. I was, and I don't think this team. I think this is only their second year playing volleyball. Well, everybody else was kind of you know established. In the audience, I'm so I'm kind of we sitting in the stands and not really on our side, I guess, because mm-hmm. we're away. So I guess too many people ain't travel. So it's mainly their crowd, bro. Gotcha. It's these two chicks. Black chicks in the stand sitting right beside us, mm-hmm. going in like just, just hype, just, just all kinds of just shit. Which is, I mean, I, I get it, but it was kind of OD to me because I'm like, damn, like even the dude they was with, and I'm like, damn, like how are y'all when it's football, like on football Sunday, like these bamas is going all in. Right, doing the whole joint. No, mind you, our side ain't really saying shit. You know, we clapping. I'm clapping for. Uh, just uh, let me see. Well, I, I'm gonna give you. I'm, let me finish. I'll give you an example at the end. Okay. So anyway, they 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 going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Trash talking all this shit. Um, again, I'm like, nigga, this is volleyball. This is middle school volleyball. First game. Middle school. You know what I'm saying? They hype. I'm talking about going in. All right. So anyway. Gets to the end, we lose. 
these Bamas go off like it's the championship. Yeah, y'all thought y'all was gonna come in our house and and get the win. This ain't this this ain't uh. Y'all thought this was EA Sports. This ain't no game. Just going in. Yeah, we the cha- team. We are the champions. And I'm talking about going off, bro. Are they the champions? This the <laughs> first game, John. Don't sound like are they the champions from last year? I don't know. But it's the first game. <laughs> Got you. Got you. These Bamas are on the floor waving towels. <laughs> they hype, bro. Like, they was... And I'm like, I mean, they trash talking to kids and all this. And I'm like, bro, my my son has played football since five years old. My daughter has cheered since six years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. so I've been in sports since they was young. Uh-huh. And even like I told you, rewind how I sat on the other side at the game the other day. Right. I would never. <laughs> trash talk kids, bro, or down talk kids yeah. because they're yeah. kids. These ain't professionals. They ain't getting paid to yeah. play. Like it's a level. Of res- these are people's kids, bro. Like yeah. these motherfuckers was going in. Like, and I'm just looking like, bro. First of all, I hate <laughs> when we are niggas outside of nigga situations. We all uh, we all be niggas at times, you know. So we have our moments within. Are confines, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This ain't the place for that, first of all. And it's kids. Why are we? I'm talking about everybody looking at these fools like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> did we miss something? But John, they they celebrated and taunted the whole time until the nets came down. Wow. And I'm just like, what was the point? These are kids, bro. They taunting the kids like, oh, this kid ain't about to do nothing. Nah. And mind you, we all close together, so the kids can hear mm-hmm. you. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a lot. Especially for middle school. We talk about middle school. Kids, kids period, bro. Only high yeah, school, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's still yeah, facts, kids. It's, school, and it's somebody's yeah. kids. Just right, going facts. in, bro. You know, my oldest, you know, she already on 10. And the whole time, she just keep looking back, mugging them. And I'm like, thinking in my mind, like, please, bro. Like, I hope they don't acknowledge my child because they just don't know. <laughs> Between her and her mom, it's going to get real ugly. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just right, like, right, right. but I'm like, it's not necessary. I just didn't understand why they were so turnt Bruh. on kids. I keep saying this, and, I, uh, and people not hear me, man. Quarantine has fried people's Bro, brains. It's like we're caged animals at this point. Yes. It's, it, you're saying it just right. If you leave a dog locked up for a long period of time, the minute you open that cage, he going to run around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like a motherfucker. And that's, and that's what people are acting like, bro. People, people had gone back outside <sighs> and are acting like they've been locked in a cage, bro. It's crazy. From the killings to the fighting, you can't watch. It's like every football game. It's a we fight. Get a, Baseball, a anything. fight in the audience. Yeah, any sport event, we get a fight in the audience, or they fighting in the airport. They fighting on the airplane. Right. They I'm fighting like, Yo, at the bars, fighting in the streets. It's just crazy. They, I saw a video over. I think they were over in Europe or something. The un, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, and they having a. <laughs> they having a royal rumble Damn. in the streets, bruh. Damn. I'm talking hunt like hundreds of people 
fighting, hitting each other with their And what was the prize? And, Did you say well, you hit the nigga I'm with like, a vaccine? What? <laughs> what? What? I'm about to say with their vaccine size. <laughs> Bruh, like, like damn, I'm vaccinated. Vaccine, shit, <laughs> bro. I don't. I've been saying this the whole time. I don't understand it. The vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Bruh. Like, why? Everything bro, is why a battle, are we? Bro. Everything is a battle. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Everything is a battle. Listen, if you gonna get the shot, get the shot and shut the fuck up. Right. If you ain't gonna get the shot, don't get the shot and shut the fuck That's up. It. Like, That's it. why are we arguing back and forth about this shit? That shit crazy. I don't understand it, bro. That shit crazy. People don't fight with loved ones that they know is on crack. Right. On heroin. <laughs> they don't, you know what I'm saying? But you get but vaccinated, you are, it's a wrap. But yeah, if you get vaccinated, like, <laughs> people, y'all gotta relax, yeah, bro. That shit crazy. Seriously. But I said all yeah, that man. to say, bro. Like, <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> if we ever meet these motherfuckers again and we win, I'm gonna be on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on the news because I'm gonna show the fuck out. Like I'm gonna make sure gonna they acting, remember acting a, fool. acting a fool, just to show them how dumb they looked. Just to yeah. show them how dumb they looked. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. People have really, really lost their mind, right. man. And I, I just, I, I just sit back and I'll be like, Yo, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? It's crazy. So we just so, had the uh, 20 year anniversary of 9/11. 20 year anniversary of 9 11. 20 years ago. Man, I promise y'all we're going to get to some some <laughs> some good stuff. Soon. Man, this is good. Man, this is good. For a oh, reason. Man, it's a, because okay. it, it's just crazy how. I mean, I know y'all memory is a lot better than mine. Girl, me and this fly. So look, I got this ongoing battle with this fly, right? Don't let that jump bite you because you're going to turn Bro. it to the fly. <laughs> So I tried to fight with the nigga, you know what I'm saying? And I understand how niggas, you know what I'm saying, when you lose fights and, and niggas go get guns, I understand it because I fought with this nigga and and I ain't getting nowhere. So I have to go get the gun, you know what I'm saying, the the, the spray and kill this Bama. I got to. Like he know yeah. when I see him, it's on sight, bro. Like this Bama just, yeah. He Although although I call myself like the master of flies because, yo. Yeah. You give me a tie or this tile, yeah. yeah, I be lighting. Yeah. They I'm going to get the hammer on this nigga because he deserved to die. <laughs> it might, it might not be the same one. It might be a different. Nah, one. it's you know, me and him. No, nah, it's just me and this Bama. He, we it's know what it is. Him? Yeah, he know. Damn. But anyway, he said he want all the smoke. All of it. <laughs> it's just crazy how I can remember to the T. Yeah, that day. Yeah, twenty years ago. Even though you slept through And it is funny. So I'm going to tell the story for people who don't know how, how far we go back. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 20 years ago. Um, no kids, no nothing. We, me and her, we ain't had no kids. We just, you know, dating at the time. So at this time, we was unemployed. But we were fresh off of working overnight. So people who out there who worked overnight know it's an adjustment in life. Mm-hmm. When you work overnight... Your whole life revolves around working overnight. You sleep during the day. You're up all night. Even if you're off, that's just how your your body is. If and you better stay up all night when you off. Or right. You'd be like I used to be. Exactly. I be. I yeah. stayed. You time. can't run the streets during the day. It just don't work. Nah. Yeah. So at this time we we're unemployed. So we just chilling in the basement days at a time. You know. But our bodies are still on. 
overnight. So we sleeping during mm-hmm. the day. We up all mm-hmm. night. So September, well, I guess it's 10th, John comes by and he said, man, <laughs> y'all will sleep through a national disaster <laughs> and won't even know it being in this basement because uh-huh. we in the basement. It's dark. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like the very next day, yep. I remember waking up <laughs> and turning on the TV and the building was on fire. Yeah, shit was pandemonium. And we just sitting there watching, like, man, what's going on? Like, you know, this building, you know, the news kind of talking. We watching it, and then that second plane flies, and it hits. And we just sat. It's like I've never sat that long in silence before. Facts. Because we've never witnessed no shit like this before in life. Yeah, yeah, facts. It was probably one of the, outside of uh, the sniper, this is probably one of the scariest moments in life, because we was in Maryland at the time. Remember, Pentagon got hit, which is mm-hmm. when they ain't too far. So it was like we're right in it. Yeah. Anytime some terrorist shit, you know, you know, you close to the White House, you downtown, all that, like all that plays yeah, into yeah. your mind. So it's like, what the fuck Facts. do we do? Facts. Facts. Yeah, that was just a scary, scary I, time in I life. I remember. I remember every, like you said, everything about that day. And I remember sitting, we were sitting there watching it. Like, that's all you watched that's all. that day. Shit, that's all you watched for, that day yeah. and the next day. For a few days. For a few days. But definitely that day, that's all you watched. And I remember, um, did I come home early that day or something? I remember pulling up. Yeah, I think I might have went home early that day or whatever. I, I left work because all the shit was going. Matter of fact, they might have sent us home mm. or some shit like that. But I remember walking in. My father was sitting there watching. And we was talking about it. We sat in the living room. We watched that joint the from whole time. dawn to dusk. Yeah. Like if it was back in the day, you remember when when TV used to end, right? Just be static <laughs> on that motherfucker. Wouldn't have been no been static like that. today. That day, <laughs> yeah. So we was watching that joint. I remember hearing the jets take off from Andrews when they yeah. went for the uh, the third plane that was supposedly headed towards the White House. And I remember sitting there, and my father said, oh, I remember my father said, you hear that? And we could hear the Jets. He said, they about to go shoot that plane down. Mm. And I was like, you think so? He was like, oh, yeah. He said, if, if he said if it's a plane out there and it's headed towards the White House, this is a wrap. So, of course, on the news, they say, oh, the plane crashed and da-da-da-da-da. But when they showed the scene of where the plane supposedly crashed mm. at, I remember my father was like, nope. They, <laughs> they shot, shot that, that plane down. out the sky. Mm. <laughs> they shot that plane because he was like, "It's no sign of the plane." Right? They they keep showing us this big uh, dust spot in the ground. Right. I'm like, nah, bro, where that plane at? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, a plane don't crash and then disappear. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, I remember all that, man. That was a wild um, shit that day. That was. That was. And I also remember when that that album, that Jay Z album, dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't remember that shit. <laughs> I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. But yeah, man, that was that was some wild stuff. But um, definitely rest in peace to all the people that uh, Tragic, lost lives man. and, uh, you know, prayers to the family who lost family members and stuff there. I remember my neighbor at the time, our neighbor at the time. Uh, in fact, his wife still lived there. He passed away, but his uh, wife still lived there. But I remember he came mm. to our door and like he was just shook. And I remember I, w- I was the one that went to the door and I was like, um, I can't think of his name right now. But I was like, I was like, everything good. He was like, 
He was like, my, sis- my sister works in the world trade, mm. and I can't get a hold of her. He's like, I've been calling her, calling her, calling her all morning. He was like, I just came over just to say, you know, if y'all could just pray, you know, I don't know what to do mm-hmm. or whatever. He was like, you could tell, like, yeah. he was blown. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, though, thank goodness, um, later on that day, he got a call from his sister. Mm-hmm. And he came over to tell us about it. He was so happy. He was like, oh, man, I talked to my sister. That's what's up? He was like, she was running late to work like she normally does. <laughs> and she was telling him that um, had she been on time for work, she'd have been in there. She would have been caught up in that joint. Damn. But she was running late like usual. And when she got there, it, it had already popped off. So Damn. I was like, man, that is like heavy, heavy stuff, man. But. That's definitely a day that we'll never, ever, yeah. ever forget. Ain't too many days I remember in life, but I remember that day like a motherfucker. Yeah. But I wanted to say this about that. Now, for America, that was a trip, a very, very traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Seeing those planes take out them two buildings, seeing the plane hit the Pentagon and all that, which totally changed the Pentagon forever. Right. Um, Ch- to- to changed everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But think about the countries that get bombed on the regular. Right. This ain't nothing for them. Like, uh, think of the trauma they go through emotionally, mentally. I mean, we've heard the stories of, you know, uh, them bombing wrong places and hitting schools Mm -hmm. and hitting, you know, homes of innocent people. Like, bruh. And this happens on the regular. And I think that was the first time that I ever even thought about shit like that. Because, again, we're so close to downtown. So you're thinking if anything is to happen, they coming for the nation's capital. That's how yeah. I'm thinking. So I'm like, we right here. And it can easily be, you know, a couple miles off or, you know, and anything can mm-hmm. affect us. Like you mm-hmm. say in them other countries, they go through this often. But we, we ain't never had no shit like or had to think about no shit like that. Yeah, man. But but America has been I hate to use this word, terrorizing Hell countries yeah. for a long Hell time. Yeah. You know and it's it's you know, I hate to say it, um, but I mean, we can't be so arrogant to think that nothing can ever happen here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That definitely showed us. I say all that to say, early on in this COVID situation. Before people, you, now you hear little chimes of people saying mm-hmm. it. Little, before anybody was saying it, I asked the question. When they started talking about this COVID thing came out of China and da 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 I just asked a simple question very early on. How do we know that this isn't biological warfare? Fact. How do we know that this wasn't uh, uh, a plan mm-hmm. all along, you know what I'm saying, on some get back. Right. You know what I mean? And we always think that warfare is going to come in the mm-hmm. form of bombs and somebody shit. drop a bomb mm-hmm. or somebody. I'm like, bro, do you know they could, somebody could, I shouldn't talk like this and just put things like this in the air, but I'm going to say it. If somebody polluted the, poisoned the water right. or Mess with the power, grid but John, somehow. think think about the shit that, that that we've been going through outside of COVID. 
We had the mm-hmm. the election that, that's supposed to have been influenced by Russia. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You got the, the gas joint. Remember the guy hacked? Yep. Like these are all mm-hmm. little things that have shut down the country. Mm-hmm. COVID shut down the country. And now we have the we have the fentanyl epidemic. Yeah, it could be little testers to see, okay, what, exactly. what makes America weak. Exactly, bro. And, and God I'm forbid like, you no, take away our internet, we are done. <laughs> yeah. But nobody thinks about that. Nobody thinks like there's other ways to get back. No, can't nobody just drive their army up in the United States yeah. and start blowing and you know bombing but it's other ways ways, they can get at us you know what i'm saying and then when you think about how much stuff we get from Mm -hmm. these other countries bro it's remember the remember we had that influx of um i don't know how many people remember this what's them little gray bugs that we had one summer it was like cicadas real bad no not cicadas they uh are they stink bugs or something they little gray bugs that if you Smash and they give off this. I don't know what they. I can't remember. Is it a stink what they call. bug, nigga. Could you say if you kill them, they they give off this little. Yeah, is that is that a pheromone? Stink bug? Is that what the word pheromone? That just sound like they some shit one. that should be saying pheromone. <laughs> no, it just <laughs> sound like a. It sound like a big word coming from right, you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that pheromone. Is that, what, is that what I'm talking about? They the little gray ones. Um, the little gray. I don't know, but because down here, this stink bugs are like neighbors, nigga. Like. Down here, stink bugs. Uh, well, thing. here too. Now, now, but it was. But I remember, it was early. I want to say maybe around two thousand seven or eight. Like we had this real huge influx of these little stink bugs. Mm. Like they was fucking everywhere. We get them a lot out here in Wardorf already. But I, re- I remember that summer in particular. It was like a, a huge influx of them joints, and it was said that they were coming in from. Um, the baskets that they used to bring fruit and stuff here from China. Mm. So what happened was they was like it was this huge influx of these bugs coming in on the um on the in the fruit. Um, they not called fruit baskets, but for lack of better terms, I'm gonna call them fruit, fruit baskets. Basket. But whatever it is, they received the shipments of fruits from like other countries mm. or whatever. Like we can't grow our own had, fruit. Bro, we bring in everything. <laughs> bro, we the lazy motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, I'm damn. glad you said that. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad you said that. So let me let me say this real quick. You remember there was a time where you would trap take long trips out of town on the road, like let's say to North Carolina or to to South Carolina or to Atlanta, whatever, right? Okay. And you would drive along roads and you would see farms. Okay. And you would see cows and horses and shit like that, right? Yeah. Tell me the last time you drove anywhere well, on I, a long road. Well, you trip. see them down this motherfucker all the time. They still country. They just got sidewalks down here, so it's, it's yeah. But I'm saying, but you, but that's not something that you see a lot. You know what I'm saying? Outside, outside of where you at? Right, right. You ain't driving along nowhere and seeing farms. Nah, not you know especially not up there though. Yeah, but I'm just saying. For the amount of chicken and steak and shit we eat, mm-hmm. where do I get all that shit from? <laughs> That's why you don't see them niggas. Think, but think about think about just chicken alone. Fucking Taco Bell now sells a fucking chicken talk chicken sandwich or some For shit. For real? Yes, your favorite taco place. Yeah, I fuck with some Taco Bell. I had that shit twice like Bro, this week. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is not tacos. Well, it's not, but had, I mean, you know, it's convenient. Have you had authentic? Yeah. Have you I had like, authentic yeah. tacos? Uh-huh. Oh, but that okay, ain't some right. shit you just go get every day. Taco Bell's convenient. 
Bruh, don't, but don't ever say out loud that Taco Bell is your favorite Man, Taco Bell. That shit is I'm telling you, Taco Bell I'm going to that dope. joint. I'm gonna come to that joint and open all some new shit around nah, you. Bro, it's, <laughs> it's some shit to go to, but you know when you ain't going there, you go to Taco Bell. Bruh, you must let out some mean poops, bro, because that's all Taco I'm Bell regular. is. Boo boo food. <laughs> anyway, focus back on the uh, chickens and shit. What was that, I say? Oh, we don't see no like more. The amount, of, the amount of stuff that we eat, bro. It's they only can import it. We ain't got shit here. Everywhere there used to be a farm, they building a house on that motherfucker. That's crazy. Bro, we don't have shit here. If you can look at your shirts, your shirts don't even come from fucking <laughs> America. <laughs> Everything we, comes from somewhere. We're well. welfare over here, bro. The shit is crazy. Don't get me started on you, this corporation we call the United States. We're but not. uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, man, it's it's um, I don't even know what we was talking about. I'm all my mind is all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? What was my point? Then we don't got chickens no more. Nah, but it was it was a reason why I was saying that. It don't Something even matter. We're gonna, we gonna go ahead and move past um, it. Yeah, go ahead, because I done lost my train of thought. So let me let me let me open your brain real quick. All right, all right, let's do it. Versus last night. Oh, versus. Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Fat Joe Okay, so going into it, who did you have winning? Uh, I had Ja Rule winning. Um yeah. Why? why? I just feel like he had Bigger radio hits, okay. but I thought Fat Joe was was going to. I thought it was going to be close. Yes, definitely. I thought I, I thought it was going to be close because I felt like Fat Joe had enough of the same box mm. to to counter. I like Fat Joe. I didn't have it close though. Mm. From like from jump, I didn't have it close. But mind you, I just kind of listened to Fat Joe's playlist through my workout, so I was kind of listening to a lot of songs. And I'm like. Damn, niggas kind of sleeping. No, Fat Joe got shit. Yeah, Don't, yeah. I, like I said, I love Fat Joe. I, Fat Joe got stuff. But I just was like, Ja Rule had a run. Yeah. I think like, I more slept uh, on Ja Rule's lower stuff. It's why I came to that conclusion. I was sleeping okay. on the lower level stuff. Yeah, but Ja Rule had a real run. Right. Like, Ja Rule had a run, I think, because of the 50 situation. People forget yeah. before that. Ja Rule was on a rare run that most yeah. artists don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the man for a minute. He was. And I don't remember how he got there. Like, where did that come from? I don't remember his come up. Or, like, where, like, well, what was Well, remember the- he came up with the, in the, so Jay was first, then X was second, and then Ja was, like, they, the third. So it was kind of like a, you know, they all was together in, you know, some sort. Remember they was theory. They they no remember they they had the group the Murder Inc. They was trying to make that never so really Jaw was like the, uh, you know our young boy like wait till the young yeah. boy come like because Jay was okay. kind of established X made his his stamp and it was like watch our young boy and then he came with that uh-huh. he came with that he and that's what I was saying last night. Ja Rule has a voice like most mm-hmm. people when we talk or we debate or we argue we kind of got to turn up. Like, Ja has okay. a voice that you're going to hear regardless. He don't have to talk yeah. loud. He don't have yeah. to. You're just going to hear him. He had what, what artists had to have back yeah. then. Yeah. You had to. You you couldn't sound like. Like, now everybody sounds right. alike. You could, he had a distinguished then, you voice. Sa- yeah. 
So put when, that. When you heard Big, mm-hmm. you knew Big. Right. When you heard Jay, you knew Jay. Buster, you knew Buster. Right. Nas, you had to have So that. put you know that on saying? top of the fact that he could deliver these radio hits. He It was just like, man. Mm. And we yeah. believed him. Remember, he was the street dude. You know, we believed him. What you don't think he is? You you say we believed him like he like. Well, I, we I don't believe him. Yeah, I think that's kind of been exposed that he wasn't as into it as he he's backed by the the street dudes. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So okay, I, I think you, and I, I think that was his downfall. He tried to play into the streets when he didn't need to. At all. Yeah, but anyway, back to the the verses. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I just think. No, back to Jaws' upcoming. Yeah, I just felt like he was the, like they. They was positioning him to win, and he delivered with the, the songs. Do you remember what was his first big, like what was his first Billboard? I don't remember what his first. I would Billboard say Holla. Holla, yeah. Holla, Holla. Okay. Yeah, his okay. first single that was that was pretty yeah. big. But he had a real run. He he, he had a run that that most ninety percent of artists would never have. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he like literally was the man for yeah. a second. You know what I'm saying? And um He definitely displayed that and, last night. <laughs> yeah. And Joe was more Diddy than artist to me. Like he he had good shit, but Joe was it was more about Terror Squad than it was about Joe. I think in my opinion. Yeah. Because I think Joe got bigger after punch. Yes, that's what I'm about to say. Joe was the man, you know, and I ain't gonna say underground, but you know, in that street hip hop kind of underground, mm-hmm. but Pun took them to a national level, and like you said, he started to ditty the situation. It was like, Pun, you the front runner. You know, I'm here, but then when Pun passed, it was like, now I got to carry the team, and, and he, yeah, he became back into the front. Definitely. So I, I, I going into it, I felt like because Pun lightened the situation. Yeah. Joe was real but street, go- but Pun lightened it. Yeah, it and made pun, Joe like pun was pun was like a bona fide rapper yeah. too. Like pun really, really was like that nigga. But I I like to think that um, and don't take this the wrong way because Joe was a star. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to music, I I felt like going in Ja Rule was the biggest, the bigger music. Oh yeah, definitely, star. definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Joe for a lot of different things. Yeah. We know Ja for. Jaws music. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was the he was the man. It's almost is I I liken it to the Locks Cameron situation. I mean the, the Locks Dipset situation. Okay. Where the Locks were the biggest the the they were the better, bigger music artists, but Dipset might have had the bigger movement. Right. As far as like the whole dipset, yeah. you know. Dipset had a movement, the, the Locks just had the music. The, when it this is this ain't about your movement. Yeah, this about, about the, music. the music. That is true. You know what I'm saying? That is and true Locks because the, yeah, Ja have the music and and Fat yeah. Joe has the movement. Well, yeah, well, Joe Murder Inc. still was a movement, but yeah. But but I, I say the bigger movement because Joe is still relevant right now. And, yeah, you know, Murder Inc. as an individual, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, Murder Inc. is pretty much a rap. But um, except for Shanti, Shanti seems to not be phased by none of that. Yeah, <laughs> do she still make music? Shanti? She still writes for folk. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, she, dollar, ain't, like, I, she ain't. I think Chet, not as an artist, but I yeah. think she still she still loved amongst her fans. She could still yeah. get on stage and people. Yeah, have she's to but see she's her. a she's an entity on her own. 
She don't need exactly. murder. Ink. That's yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. Like she 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 kind of does her she yeah. does her own thing. So but I enjoyed it. Um mostly for the Twitter made it fun. I'll put it like that. Mm. Twitter made last night, I think if we didn't have Twitter, it might not have been as fun for real? as it was. I wasn't really yeah. I was tweeting, but I wasn't looking at Twitter. Oh man, people had jokes for oh. me. That shit was hilarious. I was cracking up. I you know, I said a little stuff here and there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but can I say this? This irritates me. Of course. Me. You cannot do nothing. Ja Rule cannot do nothing without it turning into being about 50. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a wrap. They, they, no, nah, they they uh, joined it to him. And even 50 said that. He was like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Why am I trending? Bruh, it, that drives me crazy. Oh, no, they, the they tied the, to the hip. The first thing Josh said out is about everybody start tweeting about fifty. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah, they tied to the hip. Can we just can we just watch the Never. verses that's in <laughs> yeah. front of us? Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why I tweet. I was like, I was like, Josh asked for fifty. Fifty declined. So why are we talking about? 50? And even Joe 50 was like, yo, you know, I wrote Candy Shop. Why I produced Candy Shop? I'm like, bro, why? Why are we even taking it there? Now let's talk about Joe. What the hell was Joe smoking? And he gave that apology right. uh, today yeah, that man. I said he was yeah. going to give out. <laughs> like, he was so unnecessary, yeah. bro. And that's what I kept saying last night. I just don't, we don't need the the jabs, especially when I know that y'all are friends. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not that? the friend that plays that way. You know what I'm saying? Talk like, we can, we can joke with each other, but certain per- we don't need to get personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to for what? Like I don't yeah. I don't think of you in that light. So why do you need to use this to 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 take shots at me? Like I didn't understand why Joe was doing all of that. Like we don't need that. Because his fillers because he was getting his <laughs> what, Yeah, uh, he was getting what, whooped uh, early. It was bad early. Uh, what's that Adrian Adrian bro to me? Man, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> Joe came out swinging. I was like yes. <laughs> Bro, first of all, he his throwaway song, his intro song. I'm like, hold up, that's why I kept asking. I was like, was that his first song? Because I'm like, nigga, you came out swinging, and he that wasn't even his first song. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how he came Yo. out, bro. I was like, oh my god, yeah, Joe shit, Joe make car music like shit when you sitting in your car, and you vibing like that's when you want to hear. It. But Joe, them hits was just like I was like, damn, this nigga doing this early. And Joe, Joe got some hits. He was just holding on to them jokes way too long. So that's a question I got. In, okay. In, in your in your verses, if you're doing the verses, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Do you want to gain the lead early yes. and coast? Or yes. do you want to sustain it and then then peak at the end? Me, if 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 let's say let's say I'm Ja Rule, mm-hmm. right? Because he has so many joints. Right. I'm gonna smack you early. Mm-hmm. Then I'm a I'm a chill for a couple of joints. Right, right, right. Then I'm gonna smack you again. Yeah. We're gonna go to break and then I'm running it up after that. Yeah. After break, I'm running it up. But you gotta have the music to be right. Ja, ja was in a position, he even said it last night. It don't matter what you play. Yeah. It don't matter because you just you just flat out don't have enough. See, and it's funny to me because, like you said, Ja. Ja got too many. So I wasn't expecting Ja to come out like that. So when he was doing it, and I know Joe wasn't expecting it either because it's like, damn, we supposed to we're we supposed to build it up. You know, I'm saving mine. Damn. I'm saving my spades to the end. 
where John, like, I, nigga, I got all spades, so I'm, I'm throwing them bitches out right. early. <laughs> I'm cutting all your shit. Cause if, cause if you, if you think about it, John might have had you do twenty songs. Mm-hmm. John might have had twelve hits. He might have had sixteen for real, for real. if we being a hundred. He might have had sixteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you figure all he need at that point is four good album cuts, yeah. and it's a wrap. Right. And he, and to add, like he did last night, he gonna bring out the Shanti. Mm-hmm. He gonna bring I out the little Mo. Yeah, I was forgetting I mean, about little Mo, that. but I knew Shanti was coming. We all I don't know where the fuck Nelly could, came from. I don't even know. I don't even remember that song, Bruh. <laughs> well, you already know my feelings right, on Nelly. Yeah. I'm gonna leave Nelly alone. Um, Vita, you know what I'm saying? I was, that was that's who I was waiting. That's all I needed. I was like, he just got to bring Vita out for me. I, I needed yeah. that. Had he bought Bobby Brown out? Oh, it'd, it'd have been, been, been a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Brown and R. Kelly. <laughs> nah, yeah, if he'd have got R. Kelly, then nigga, he won. <laughs> nah, he would have put R. Kelly on the big screen performing in the orange jumpsuit. <laughs> Hey. hey, you remember the movie? Uh, remember that movie with uh, Beyonce and um, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Beyonce played when the they movies? was. Yes, Beyonce and Cuba Gooding Jr. He, they was uh, he went back to his hometown, um, and they was thinking he was this big time record producer from New York. He started liking Beyonce in the joint, and Montel Jordan was in the choir. What movie is this? This is Tyler Perry Bro, movie? you don't remember? No. <laughs> oh, I got to find the name now. Damn, what was like a Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins. That was Martin Lawrence. Nah. <laughs> nah. It was Beyonce and Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, uh, hold on. I got to find it, because that movie was hilarious, man. Yeah, I don't think I've seen uh, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second here. Uh, da 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 Fighting Temptations. Fighting Temptations. That sounds familiar. All right, let me show you the cover. If you can was see. that the music joint? What was it? No, what's the music? Dream Girls. That's what, yeah. No, nah, that was Dream nah, Girls. Not, but they were singing and shit in that joint. Okay. It was kind of like a, it reminded you of like a sister act or something. Yeah. That, but they, that, so that the church. That don't look familiar. I might have seen bruh, it, but it I, ain't. I bet you seen it. I probably I own it. But anyway, Montel Jordan was in the joint. And so it was three. Montel Joy was one of the three inmates that was in the choir. He was an they had to, Listen, listen. All right, so they had, since you'd say you don't remember, let me give, let me tell okay. the story. This so, is Beyonce, how we do it. <laughs> so Beyonce So Beyonce went to the church. It. it starts out Beyonce gets kicked. So Beyonce and Cuba Gooden Jr. character, they grew up together mm-hmm. sort of like in the church. And his mom was like this great singer, whatever, in church. But she started singing in nightclubs and shit, okay. right? So the church found out she was singing. Matter of fact, Faith. Faith Evans plays. Bro, what kind of movie is it? Everybody in this bitch? <laughs> now now I want you to watch it. And now I'm going to have to. Faith, Faith Evans plays Cuba Goodens Jr.'s mother when he was a little boy. Mm. Okay. All right. She was singing to church or whatever. She she gets kicked out of the church because they find out she be singing in nightclubs or whatever. She ends up leaving or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, Cuba, if it, that's the very beginning. Then it goes to Cuba Gooden being an adult or whatever. He gets fired from his job or whatever. Mm. He gets a letter in the mail. I want to say he found out that his, his mom or grandma or somebody 
had a house or something back in his hometown and he thinking, oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to get this money okay. or whatever. I'm going to herd this money because my, my grandma, it was his grandmother. Okay. His grandmother passed away. I'm going to herd this money or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He goes back. He thinking he going to get some money or something, but it turns out something. I don't, I don't totally remember. It right. had something to do with the church or whatever. Like, okay. like she wanted him to do something in the church or something, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he wasn't, whatever it was, he wasn't with it, right? Mm -hmm. Till he found out that they were trying to put the choir in this singer competition. And if they win the singer competition, they get like X amount of dollars or whatever. Mm. So he's like, all right, I'm going to direct the choir because, you know, he lying, but he telling, they, he got them thinking he's this big producer back in New York. Okay. Right? Cause he live in New York. They in a small town. So they thinking like, Oh, you know, what do you do back in New York? I'm a, I'm a music producer mm. or whatever. So he fake directing the choir, whatever. So they give him the choir, the choir wacky shit. Mm. So he got to find people to sing in the choir. He trying to beef the choir up. So that's how the inmates, he found out it's some inmates that's like got all this talent. It was Martel Jordan. Uh, what what's little Zane? I think his name was. Bro, what the was fuck a, is this? Bro, you ain't never seen. You gotta see. Right. This must be Tyler Perry's first movie. Little <laughs> 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 <Lil> Zane. <laughs> bro, this yeah, shit sounds bad, was, bro. Like bad. Bro, this shit was actually good though. I'm about to check it this out. This shit was actually good. Check it out, bro. It's called Fighting Temptation. It's got your girl in it, so you gotta yeah, watch. But it. that's one thing I don't like about Beyonce is her talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need but to no, hear her say anything ever in life. Just sit there and look pretty. I, I'm almost betting when you start watching it, you're going to be like, I have seen Okay. This. I'm sure I but have. I want, you but... to, I want you to try to watch it. It was actually, it was actually a pretty entertaining okay. movie. Put it like this. It was good. In, it's one of the movies, like, when it comes on, I'll sit there and, and watch gotcha. it. Just because I remember uh, it being kind of funny. So what that had to do with but, the um, verses? Oh, I was. Look at this. See, you didn't see it, so I can't tell my joke. Okay. But Martel, it was his part in there, because, mind you, they they working with the choir, but they still technically inmates. Right. So they they singing the choir, they still got their jail uniforms on <laughs> and all that shit. They be in handcuffs and all that. Oh shit. Oh my god. So I was saying that's how R. Kelly What's gonna be how Martel <laughs> Jordan. <a> <laughs> It ain't work because you ain't yeah, seen the movie. Oh, you don't well, somebody the out there seen it, I'm sure. I'm sure it's another person that's seen it. <laughs> oh, man. But the verses was good. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I just, but had you, I feel like had you, if you watched it from the break on, then you probably uh -huh. would have felt like Fat Joe did his thing. Because mm, think so? I think so. If you watch it from the break, because he played all his hits at the end. But. Sure. True. They don't, he was behind by that. He was way behind. That's what I'm saying. You got to watch it from the beginning to understand how badly he yeah. got beat. Yeah, he got whooped. It was bad. He got whooped. But I did like how they brought Ashanti out at the right time because Ashanti was able to do all the choice. her yeah. shit with both of them. Yeah. At the, but you could tell Joe lost because Joe had so many fucking antics last yeah. night that it's like, bro, you knew. He, he basically said it, though. He basically was like, at the end, yeah. I want. I wanted to do the battle because nobody wanted to fuck with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? They were scared to battle yeah. you. And so I respect him for that, but he got cooked. Yeah. He got cooked. Now I'm thinking about Busta and Joe might have been a little better. No. No. So Busta and Fat Joe. That's what I said no. originally. Busta and Luda was supposed to be in the matchup. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you. 
We said it. We said yeah. it before because we talked about it before. Because Nelly and, and nah, was Luda a was a waste of yeah, time. That was a, joke. that was a waste of time. Nelly should have battled. Uh, Nelly should have battled Lil Bow Wow. I don't need. Yes. What look? Listen, and I, not to even on the verses, but to me, Lil Bow Wow probably had the best set of all people. Of really, him and his DJ. I love when DJs in. And artists like have that. Like John and them had it last night. Him and his DJ. Mm-hmm. You could tell that they do this together. Like I like that mm-hmm. shit. Like Bow Wow and his DJ, bro. That shit was like like they was on point. They could just finish it. Right? Yeah, that shit was amazing. That was the one I didn't watch all the way through. I saw bits and yeah. pieces. I lo- I don't care I for the songs. I just like the chemistry they had with each other. But in the midst of this, and I want to talk about mm-hmm. this, cause uh I definitely want to pick your brain on it. So in the midst of this battle. Okay. There was a back and forth between Diddy and JD. Okay, I did see that this morning. And JD was saying he won a versus against Diddy, and Diddy's saying, basically, for lack of better words, you're not on my level. Right. Only person I battle is Dre. Is Dre, and I totally disagree with that. Right. Not that Diddy ain't the shit, because Diddy is the shit. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but I think. JD is a better musically versus yeah musically yeah. is a better versus for him than Dre because JD like Diddy has a little bit of everything, everything. exactly I don't see Dre and yeah. Diddy being a good matchup and that's why I said to you earlier Diddy is too high on himself and not to diminish his 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 uh, ranking in you know whatever but when it comes to pure hip hop or rap like Dre is rap. Dre ain't R and B. He ain't Dre is yeah. rap. I just yeah. don't feel like yeah. that's a good matchup for Diddy. Like you gonna play it's Mary not. J. Blige and he gonna play Snoop. Like what? Yeah, we don't want to hear it that. Don't, it don't make sense. And I'm like, and and I'm not saying I feel like Diddy should think highly of himself. I think he's being disrespectful to J. Yeah, D. Definitely. Because JD got the Mariah Curry's yeah. and the Ushers, Ushers and the, and, yeah. the, and then he got the, the Brats. You know, he can't the, touch Diddy on rap, but. They well, he got enough. He got the, you know, I mean, I, ain't, I mean, he ain't got the the star power, but he has the hip hop songs that we know. Southern and I'm not shit. Part, I'm probably, I'm probably missing the stuff he's done for other right, artists exactly. that wasn't his artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, JD is the perfect, perfect. Person, I think it's perfect in my opinion. And I say all that to say, and they both can dance against each other. You stupid. <laughs> I say all that to say that was a good card to play. Uh, for Diddy, cause he in his heart of hearts he know he don't want that smoke with. No, and he know Dre ain't gonna do it. He know Dre ain't gonna do it, and it's a chance that JD can rock with Diddy. Yeah, I definitely now, think Diddy he can keep got up. some shit. Yeah, cause Diddy got Jodeci, yeah. he got fucking Barry J, he got uh uh Big, yeah. he got I mean Diddy got a lot of Faith Evans, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But JD got, JD some, got some shit. shit. He got too. the jagged. He got the songs too. He got the jagged edge shit. Yeah, yeah he can play. Yeah, J, yeah. JD can rock with Diddy. So Diddy, and it's only twenty songs at the end of the right. day. Right. So it ain't like you can play motherfucking catalogs, right. nigga. It's twenty songs. Yeah. I definitely think JD is the perfect matchup. I for think so too. Diddy. Yeah. So Diddy, Diddy, I don't want to hear that bullshit you talking. You being disrespectful. Get that man his verses. But Diddy ain't doing no verses. No. I wouldn't even hold hold. Diddy ain't doing it. Jay ain't doing it. Nas ain't doing it. I think Nas Wayne will do it. ain't doing. You think Nas 
Bowser do yeah. against who? I don't know, but I think he'll do I think he's willing to do it. I don't think Jay will do it. Like you're saying, I don't think I don't think Wayne will do it. I don't think I know fifty Beyonce. ain't doing it. Beyonce ain't doing 50. it. Mary ain't gonna do it because the competition ain't I don't think they're gonna pair against the right person. Mm, Murray might do it though, but I mean it would have to be the right person. Like Mariah would have to be the right person. I don't think Usher doing it unless it's the right person. You think you think Mariah can can rock with Murray? I'm just saying them in in general. I'm talking about whoever no, they I'm, battle. I'm just asking. I'm asking. Uh, I don't see why not. Just off the top of my head, I could. Yeah, I think so. I think she's smoking. I I th- I think. For that platform, I think Murray smokes her on that platform. I mean, it's, that's out of my, you know, but I, I'm just thinking of Mariah's oh, okay. songs. You know, I think Mariah got okay. the songs that will resonate with a lot of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, it's certain people I don't think we ever going to get. No. I don't, mm-hmm. It's certain people I don't think we ever going to get. Now, I would like to see this. Man, check this out. They should do a camps versus. Okay. Like, uh, for an example, do like a bad boy versus Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? Where because they got artists that oh that that won't ever get a versus. Yeah, but they need but they got songs. Yeah, it'll be a good matchup. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or or like Diddy instead of Diddy versus Dre, do bad boy versus uh. Well, could you do that? Because it I, it for Dre it would have to be Death Row. Aftermath, right? You know what I'm saying. So do something like that, Diddy versus, and then he could bring out the total. But they saying Dre want to do something different, so Dre might be on that. That that'll be nice. Yeah, though. that's what Timberland and them said. Nice they though. said that Dre want to do something different. I wonder what his his version of different. It might be that. Is. It might be a camp thing, like. Oh, it might be like uh what uh D'Angelo did, like nigga me. <laughs> I'm gonna come out there. I'm gonna bring all the shit that I've done, mm. and I'm gonna perform. You know, we gonna perform the shit. I'm gonna bring out Snoop. I'm gonna bring out, you know, we gonna do a, a tribute to Nate Dogg. Gotcha. I'm gonna bring out Eminem. I'm gonna bring out Fifty, and it's just gonna be a yeah. Dre show. You know what I'm saying? But I'm curious to see where they go from here because they running out of people. <laughs> right. In my opinion, they running out of people. I mean, but it's probably a million motherfuckers we ain't thinking about anyway. Yeah, because you still ain't got Chris Brown. You still ain't got Usher. You still ain't. It's a lot of R&B cats for yeah. sure. It's not. I don't think it's a lot of rap people left that got the catalog for it. Yeah. I don't think. Unless it's going to be the big boys like the Drakes and the J. Coles and the Kendricks. and the. But I don't think they're going to do it. Me I don't either. think none of them will do it. No. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want to see. Uh, or do we? Do we wanna I want to see, see Cole uh, and Wale. I definitely want to see that. I definitely want to see that. Okay. Sure. Sure. This, you know, Wale, Wale, your boy. Yeah, because he'll smoke him. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, speaking of, uh, speaking of them. So you, you haven't, you didn't hear the, uh, the new certified lover boy. You haven't heard. No, it, I right? haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, should we say, let's say for the reviews. I say okay. for the reviews. All right. So is it, we're going to do that next? No, we we'll say next? that. Let's do the, uh, kids at home clip. Kids at home. Let's do it. Well, we probably done bored them for an hour. <laughs> they better not be bored. Oh, this is good content. All right, here we go. 
old. It is accustomed to not move out. Child, I'm still living at home. This life shit is hard, it's expensive, and it's ghetto. I can't stand the way people try to make it seem like, oh, you're past your teenage years and you're still living at home. Shit, yes. These jobs don't pay good enough to even afford a one bed, one bath. And that's not including every single other bill and tab you have to pay. We're basically paying to breathe at this point. A lot of these jobs want you to be educated and then even when you are educated, they still pay you some bullshit amount. Even though some young people, some 20, 21 year olds, da, 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 even though some of them may be well off financially, that's literally not the case for most people that age. A lot of us are struggling and trying to still find our identities. So if you think that we're going to be financially stable by the age of 20, you are absolutely ludicrous. Life doesn't get easier. You just learn how to understand things better. That's a fact. Mm. How do you feel about that? No, how you feel? I'm going to let you rock first. I agree a thousand percent. Okay. I think. I think that in our community, especially, mm -hmm. we have this we have this mindset of you know once you reach a certain age, you know, you getting out my house, you go, you know. But mm -hmm. the way times is now, and like what she said, and I agree with it. You got grown folk that's you know thirty, forty years old that still can't afford to fully take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a struggle. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm not saying live it home with your parents till you're 30 or 40 like mm -hmm, put yourself mm -hmm. in position but to put pressure on someone at 18 19 20 mm -hmm. that they got to get out your house as a parent and i've said this on the show before mm -hmm. i'm not gonna be that parent you know what i'm saying now i'm not saying you're gonna live with me forever mm -hmm. but you know you can stay in my I, I feel like i'm gonna do my kids like how my parents did me you can stay here but you gotta be working to put yourself in position. You ain't going right. to just sit here and lay around and play the video games right. all day. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not just saying, oh, because you 19, you got to go, no matter what your situation yeah. is. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think It's hard. I think that mentality, like you said, when it comes to us as black folks, is because nine times out of ten, we don't own shit. Fact. So when it's... You know, when you get a certain age, it's like, nah, bro, you got to get out here and go get it because what we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't live in this apartment forever. We can't rent forever. Yeah. Like, you got to contribute somehow. Like, you got to yep. go figure it yep. out. And I agree with you <clears throat> on the on the point where if you're staying at home, you got to be working towards something. Like, yeah, you're not absolutely. staying at home stacking your money to go party and, and live exactly. this other lifestyle and you're not... I don't want to enable you because I right. might not be here forever. I, I want my right. kids to understand that... Uh, just to have some kind of... Um, to be able to... Independence, that's the word. Mm -hmm. Some some sort of independence where you can take care of yourself. Not I'm mm -hmm. not forcing you to go out here. I mean, I do... I tell my kid all the time, you got 18 and three months, you know what I'm saying, you got to figure it out, you know what I'm saying, in hopes, no, but in hopes right, right. that right, right, they right, right, right. are thinking about college, like, I was never, gotcha. college was never on my mind, ever, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, that was never a thing I even thought about, but I want my kids, of course, you know, you always want better for your kids, so I put my kids in the position now, where that's always a thought, past mm -hmm. high school, I want you in college, you know what I'm saying, like, get out here, figure it out, not saying you got to leave the house house, but let's, let's not use this to sit around and and then what's college i mean uh high school ends it's like oh i'll figure it out no let's let's start thinking that now what are we doing mm -hmm. you know say when you graduate 
You ain't got to get out the house house. But I don't, like you said, don't sit around thinking you're going to play mm-hmm. the game or you, you'll figure it out five years from now. No, let's 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 work towards mm-hmm. something. I don't ever want to mm-hmm. enable my kids, but I also don't want to force them into the world when they're not ready. Yeah. And that's why kids. you own, we, 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 we're trying, you know, we, we, we buy houses and we're trying to establish things where we don't have to force nobody to get out. Where before, you know, most of us wasn't owning shit. You know, we was renting yeah. or whatever. So it's like, yeah. we need help in the yeah. black community. Yeah. It's like, nigga, you got to go out here or, and help me out. Or I really can't afford to have you here for Exactly, me. exactly. <laughs> and so <laughs> you leaving helps put some money back in, in my, my pocket, pocket. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is fucked up because you're, you're, you're making your kids suffer for your shortcomings. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where you should but be changing the narrative. I, I feel like because your kids are um, active, like they're into sports and they're into, you know, cheering and all that stuff. I feel I, I, I get the sense that kids that are active like that tend to um, kids that are active like that tend to. Can you hear me? OK, we'll stop. I can't hear you. We'll stop. Say something. I hear you now. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. I I was saying, um, I feel like with your kids, because they're active in school and they're in the sports and they cheer and they do all this, I'm one of those people that's under the belief that kids that are active in school usually go on to college or go on to do, like, like, they have grown up to be active. So sitting, just sitting around at the house is not appealing to them. No, uh-uh. Where I feel like kids that were less active in school, like we were. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have a drive. Yeah, we didn't have no drive. So, like, getting out and, and just chilling yeah. was, was like, all we could think about. Like, I can't wait to just get this school right. shit over Because even, you know like, my, my two younger girls, you know, my middle daughter was you know, was was skipped a grade because of, you know, her her uh, intelligence and then my my younger one now is already taking higher classes because you know they they're really into school work mm-hmm. and i try to my older two you know they they more like they more we're gonna use this the activities to kind of growth us into our path where and i try to tell them all the time like bro like that's not guaranteed. Like you gotta work on like school comes first because you don't want to yeah. be. I don't ever want you out here without no options. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't have to play football. You know what I'm saying. You don't have mm-hmm. to dance or whatever. But that's an avenue you can go. But what about these grades? You know what I'm saying. Let's mm-hmm. what what option what what things do you want to do past this? Like let's start exploring mm-hmm. these things. You know, and that's what I I kind of I don't I don't talk about it a lot. But that's what I kind of force my kids into. Yeah, these athletics and shit is cool, but we doing other things where you have mm-hmm. options once school is over. Well, we didn't, our parents didn't talk to us this way. At least mine yeah, didn't, yeah. you know. Well, my, I could have went to school. That wasn't Well, my you thing. did. Um, hmm? You did. I I didn't. I mean, you went to, I, to Four Sales, wasn't it? I mean, you, you no, I was music supposed thing. to go. Uh, but you went to Cali. And, but that wasn't school. No. I went to Cali to work. To, well, you to know what I mean. Music. You had, you know. You had a trade. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I did things. A skill. I had a skill. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I learned a skill, and I've always been yeah. like that. But I was about. That's what I was about to say. And the other thing is, I'm not. Their mom is different. 
their mom is college, 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 right. college. I'm more, listen, college, yes, you want to do that. She's an alumni of Georgetown. Mm. They could easily get into college. You know what I'm saying? We already know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm more like, what if they don't want to do college? Right. Get a skill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could go out here and get a skill one, two years and do your thing. And, and I keep trying to explain to their mom, like, they're com- when it, by the time my kids come out, because my kids are young, by the time my kids come out, college might not be the thing no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? These youngers are getting it early. I'm, I'm in a trade group with, with niggas that's close to millionaires if they ain't already millionaires, yeah. and they ain't even 25, 26. And that is the one you know great thing about social media. It, it's showing a lot of different ways to get, get money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm the oldest. I might be the oldest nigga in my uh, trading group. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you used to be the oldest nigga anyway, so. That is, this is true. You know what I'm saying? But I will say these youngers, when it come to this trading shit, they a lot smarter than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will, I will. Because they driven. Yeah, they have a different absolutely. drive than we did. We didn't. We was never pushed into none of this shit. I remember, remember back in the day when we we worked at All Lines, the uh, rental car train. Remember, Fred mm-hmm. used to always talk to us about stocks. Fred used to have mm-hmm. that paper every yep. day. But yep. this is the <laughs> shit that was never taught to us. Yep. yep. Well, now, like you saying now, with the trading and the stocks, and it, it's normal now. Everybody's yep. doing it, but we and never had that kind of teaching. It's funny because my parents, my parents wasn't the. Uh, my I'm gonna say my dad mostly. My mom was nigga. You need a job. But my dad was, <laughs> my dad was more of the no. It's best for you to figure out what it is that you love to do, right? Because that's the thing you are gonna have to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So dad, my dad allowed allotted us time to try to figure it out. Now right. my little sister, she went straight to college. Aaron got what fucking two degrees right. or something like that. I I took the different route, but like you said, I had a skill. I had I always had ways of making money. Even mm-hmm. when I wasn't working a quote unquote nine to five job, I always had money because right. I always had ways of getting money. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just had that mindset early on. But with this trading shit and all this other shit that I'm into now as an adult, I'm like, bro, if I knew this shit when I was younger, like you said, when people were saying, hey, you need to check this out, right. bro, I would be out of here by now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I look at these youngers and I respect what they doing because one thing about these youngers, they not scared to try some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, be, and because they not scared to try, they win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they win big. And that's kind of like... And, go ahead. Go, oh, I was going to say, and it's funny because now my parents, like... um, my dad, he be hitting me about the trade and shit. Like, John, like, how, I, how I do this? Help me. You know what I'm saying? And then my mom, it's funny because my mom hit me the other day. Because, you know, I've been um, I've been studying uh, consumer law. Mm-hmm. And so she hit me the other day. She was asking me something about, she's in a she's in a back and forth with, uh, with a company, something she did on her credit or whatever. And she had hit me and she was like, hey. I got a question. Can you can you explain to me how this works? So I'm breaking down to like, all right, mom, this is what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Da da da. I'm gonna come through one day this week. I put a letter together for you. I want you to send it to this. You know, send it to this person. Mm-hmm. We need to get you a certain. And it's funny. After I got off the phone with, I was like, damn. I said, it's funny how life goes. Now my parents calling me, right, <laughs> asking me questions like like I'm the father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I love it, and I'll do, you know, whatever for them and give them whatever information they need. But 
you know, I was uh, when I, I randomly ran into my cousin today and I was talking to him about um, my kids or whatever. And I was telling him how um, matter of fact, I was talking to Scott about it this morning, too, mm. how I think next year I'm going to start teaching Landon, you know, about charts and how to read charts yeah. and stuff like that. Because I'm like at seven years old, seven, eight, by the time he's 14, mm-hmm. seven years in, by the time he's 14, even though he wouldn't legally be able to get a trading account. Right. I can open an account for him in my name and he can start trading early. Mm-hmm. And by the time he 18, 20, nigga, he ready for Wall Street. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where he's he's accumulated enough money where it's up to him. Or, or, or even not even that. You know what I'm saying? He might not even care about the trading shit, but the fact that they're you're introducing him to things. Like it's it's things out yeah. here. Facts. As opposed to having a, a one track mind. Like even my kids, like I don't I never wanted to work. You know what I'm saying? When I was in school, like that was never on my mind at all. My son has always wanted to do shit since he was young. Like he was like, "Dad, can I take the lawnmower and go cut the neighbor's yard mm-hmm. or whatever?" Like, you want to work? That's fine. Like my kids, my older two kids, they work. That's fine. That's your money. Do what you like. I've mm-hmm. always, and I know my kids don't listen to the show, so I ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> but it was always a, a line, a thin line between. Spoiling your kids and making sure they had. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like for my kids to have things. You know, what I'm saying? things that I didn't have and ex- and experience things that I didn't. But I also don't want to make it where they expect to get anything that they want. You know, what I'm saying there's still right. there's still some work towards it. You know, so now while they're working and they enjoy their own money, that's your money. You know, I don't I don't need you to do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And now they 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 receive it. They be like, "Hey, dad, here you go. Do this, whatever, whatever." But I want you to be okay with earning your own money and then making decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. So where I don't have to kick you out at eighteen, even if you're <laughs> in college, because you know some level of independence. You know, you slowly, right. gradually make them. I right, pay for your phone bill. Like my daughter went out. I was so shocked when she went, got her own cell phone service, set it up, and all. You know what I'm saying? Like pay for it and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like. You sixteen, seventeen, like this. This was a proud moment for me because you didn't want us to help you. You wanted to do it mm-hmm. on your own, but you always want to um just show them different things without forcing them. Like I don't force my kids to do anything. Oh, you want to try this? That's fine. Let's let's work it out. Oh, you know, you want to do this in school? You want to join this? You want to mm-hmm. learn this? Or you want to take this class? When even when the teachers was uh asking us or or saying that we should. Put our daughters in in upper classes, and I'm like, that's fine and well, but I want to talk to my kids first to make sure it's something they want to do when they're not overwhelmed or to feel forced. And of mm. course, they're like, nah, this is what they want to do because I want to do this. My daughter always said, I'm gonna go here, I'm going to Howard, then I'm gonna go to the all this shit. And I just be like, all right, nigga, whatever. But yeah, that's what's up. Enjoy, figure it out. I just want you to figure it out and not be afraid to try different things. But I feel like their mom. Um, and you would know better than me, but I feel like their mom is sort of like that. Oh yeah, like, definitely. She, yeah, she she always like after it. After you know it, exactly. And they they probably get they probably got that gene from her. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And like I said, I think because they're so active, shit, you ain't gonna have to worry about them. Yeah, they gonna be they gonna be playing and shit. You gonna be like, damn, I ain't know you was doing all right. That. But you they know also saying? know that. Hanging around the crib ain't an option, even though, you know, of course, I'm not going to kick my kids out. But I don't want them right, to think, right. like, we're going to sit around the house and figure it out. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Let's right, start working right. towards something. Right. And it's funny, like, I'm, I'm, I've am i always had, 
I've always had the mindset I knew I didn't want to be trapped in a rat race forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or at least I knew I wanted to get to a point where I was in a career where I wasn't bound to no shift work mm-hmm. or to having the answer to somebody and all that. And I achieved that. Now I'm now I'm ready to get to the point where I don't need no job. Like I work somewhere because right. I want to, not because I have to. You know what I mean? So back to the uh, the joint. Do you feel like a lot of people who don't want their kids or force their kids into the world is a space thing? Is a space thing? Like, I mean, like they want their space? Or we can't, like you said, I don't have the space for you to be in here, uh, uh, two adults yeah, living think, together. I think in our I can't speak for all communities, but I think in our community, mm. a big part of it is the faster they gone, the the more money I get to pocket, right. the more I get to do, and all that. Because yeah. if once your kid's gone, you can you can take trips whenever you right. want. You can, because you think about this, and and I think folks in our community shouldn't do this. But look how many adults take trips to different countries and shit like that, and don't never take their kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fact. Seriously, like you'll see people. Oh, we're going to. Such and such island. Mm. They never take their children. Right. Their children never see outside their fucking neighborhood or grandma house. True. And I think you got a lot of parents out here that's looking at their kids like, man, I can't wait till you get 18. So I can travel I can, the world. I can do whatever. You know, they want to live out their youth mm-hmm. in OH. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's fucked up. And like I was saying to my cousin today, I'm like, I'm at that age, I feel like I've done it. Not not to say my life is over, mm-hmm. but you know. My focus is not on what can I do, what can I, you know, uh, uh, get out here and do because mm-hmm. I'm going to live this single life. Nah, I'm <laughs> like, everything I do now is to make sure they good. Right. Or, or they don't have to get it out the mud. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and to your point, and to your point, even though I'm on the, the other side, to your point, I want my kids to be good so that we can go travel and not have to worry about is my kids situated or not you know like yeah, i yeah. <laughs> i want my kids to be able to take care of me and that's my goal facts, <laughs> facts, they are facts. going they are going to take care of me one of the motherfuckers facts. is going to be successful enough well i ain't got to do shit <laughs> i got four tries yeah. yeah but i mean i mean as parents i feel like if you're gonna bring them in the world then you should you should leave them something now yeah definitely i'm not saying i'm not saying uh, spoil them, like give mm-hmm. them everything no, no. they want, type thing. But I'm saying that, um, for instance, I, I, I'll use I'll use what we're trying to do as an example. Okay. Part of the reason why you know, I say the the reason why we want to purchase homes is because if if all else fails. Mm-hmm. They have these properties that they could definitely live in, mm-hmm. or they could cash out, yep. you know, or 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 something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as parents, if you're gonna bring kids in the world, definitely. it's a shame to die yeah. and leave Everything. absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dad, you lived your whole life. You you couldn't leave me nothing. nothing. I don't get nothing out of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a even if it's a bomb life insurance right. policy, like that. If you go, 
they're going to get a bunch of money from the insurance. Like, leave your kids something, right. bro. Definitely. And I think in our community, I think we're getting more, uh, I think we're improving with that. Yeah. But when you hear about other communities, that's like normal shit. Right. That's... Now you might some some situations you might not be able to touch your money till you get a certain right. age and shit like that. But but they left you something, like you have something to look forward to. Now is that because and this is just me speculating because go ahead you know this I ain't got no uh, charts and shit. But uh, other communities, do they have kids willingly? Because you know most of. Our community kids come from some kind of, it ain't always happy times. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of hard. Like when you have a kid, like, God damn it. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't ready for no fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. now we struggle mm-hmm. where the other communities, they like, no, we, we, we're planning to have kids. So we're, we're already ahead of the curve because this is what we want. Where now, our community is catching up to that. It's like now we're having kids because we want to, and we're established enough to to lead them to to better pastures than our community before. Well, I think a lot of it plays. I, I think a big part of it was ignorance, and ignorance is not a bad word. Ignorance just means you don't know. Right, that is true. I think I think our community for a long time it was just a lot of shit we just didn't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and. I think, thank God for internet, thank God for things like social media in this aspect, because like we always say, there's good side and there's a bad side of social media. The good side of social media, like you said earlier, it has introduced us to a lot of different ways to make money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I don't think I would have ever even thought to get into consumer law and studying consumer law. I came to that by way of social media. Mm. And I'm learning shit, and I say that to say, I'm learning shit just by studying consumer law, everything. Even when I first started with trading, you name it. Mm-hmm. I always have that thought in my head, like, damn, how long do other <laughs> communities know this shit? Know this right. shit? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. We was behind. You know what I'm saying? And so it was, I think, ignorance. I think ignorance plays a part. We, we, our we only know one way. Thinking, yeah, our community came up thinking, you go out here, you try to get a good job. You know what I'm saying? Worked the I nine get to a five, good job. Man. Worked at nine to five, and I gotta try to get as much money or hours I can. When you Meanwhile, get, when you turn a certain age, you gonna get a nine to five, and we gonna pay these yeah. bills together. <laughs> uh, boom! It just, it just, it just clicked. I'm, I'm gonna use a personal, personal experience. Then we can move on. Okay. Now you remember early on, I had a studio in my parents' yep. basement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, like I said earlier, famous diss track came out of that studio too, but we talked about <laughs> that another stupid. day. Uh, my mom was more okay. My mom is retired from the U.S. Senate, mm. so she's had a good government job for a long time. You know, six figures, U.S. worked at the Capitol, worked at the U.S. Senate, all that government highest rank you can get. Matter of fact, um, uh. My ex, one of my exes talk about this all the time. Um, you remember her, but she, to this day, she's in the government, makes good money, and she always talks about, your mom, I'll never forget, your mom helped me get in the government. Dang. You know what I'm saying? My mom was government, nine to five, you work. Where my father came more from a hustler's aspect. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
my father was always like had the ideas always involved in some shit always he got his money the un uh traditional way mm-hmm. uh you know it wasn't through nine to five you know my believe it or not my father started out in the streets changed his life later on and then got into oh, we believe street it. knowledge you <laughs> 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 stupid took his street knowledge and became you know the man he is today mm-hmm. in business and doing different things and you know he just always got along not to discredit my mom my mom played a big part in that too because yeah. like i said she made good money too so together it was easy for him was to a good, hustle yeah it was yeah it was a good team right so i say all this to say we see all this entrepreneurship amongst young people. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that shit before social media was a thing. Facts. And it was popular and a thing to do. But, and I'm not saying this to, because there was a time I kind of blamed my mom, but I'm not, I don't blame her no more. At the end of the day, I made my own decisions. But she never considered me running that studio out of their house as being a quote-unquote real job. Mm. Even though I was making way more money than I could make working at At fucking Target and all this (laughs) shit I was doing, to her, it was like, yeah, but you... Where you gonna get your benefits? Where you gonna... You know what I'm saying? And because her mind was... Her mind was rat race. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas my dad was like, nah, Kathy... Let the boy figure it out. Cause he got he a knew. good thing going. Yeah. yeah, he got a good thing going. So I still like to say, I was was being looked at as uh, a booming thing now amongst young people in entrepreneurship. I was like that before it was popular, right. before it was. In fact, I had a home studio in a time where a lot of people wasn't doing home at studios. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You had not, to go to a like facility. That. Not like I was yeah. doing. You know what I'm saying? And so... um. I think as parents, we got to be careful not to push, you know, going back to what happens in our community. I think as parents, we got to be careful not to push our struggle. Yeah, a generational curse. Yeah, our fear of trying things Mm -hmm. and taking chances, not to push that off on our kids. You know what I'm saying? And that's sort of like what I'm saying to my kid's mom. I'm not, it's not so much that I'm Mm anti-school, but let's not. We got options now. Yeah, let's not make it where that's the only option they have. Because what if the what if they grow up and that's not what they want to yeah. do? You know what I'm saying? We got to be pre- prepared to help them right. with the other things and that adjust. they can do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at a lot of these, um, a lot of these, you know, folk in other communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to school, but they go on to school to come back and work in the family the business. business. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm yep. saying? And so. Things like that, like I think now our community is, is sort of grasping, yeah. but we gotta getting that knowledge. Yeah. We gotta be able to let go of those generational curses. Like just because yeah. your parents raised you this way, mm-hmm. okay, you take like like we take the good from how we was raised, and mm-hmm. we take what we didn't like, and we take the the mm-hmm. the the time we are in now, and you adjust and you parent mm-hmm. within the time that mm-hmm. we're in instead of trying to parent like the 60s because the 60s was yeah. the 60s. They didn't have yeah. the same platforms we have now. Mm-hmm. So while we still have the, the structure of of our parenting, you still have the, the, the know-it-all to, to use these options. Because mm-hmm. I, I look at it like uh, our generation is blessed in that 
we're older, but we're not too old to not be hip. Exactly. So we're hip to like what's happening, what's going yeah. on. And so each generation should move, I'm going to use the term bloodline further. Mm-hmm. So my parent, my mom and parents was very successful for the time that they came exactly. up in. And it's our, it's my job, my sister's job, uh, you, your sister's job, to push was to push the the um the needle further mm-hmm. for the bloodline, even though it may not be you per se, yep. you gain some knowledge that your mom and my parents mm-hmm. didn't have that we can instill in our children yep. that's gonna have them better off than the two prior right. generations. And then put before. ours on top of it. Now we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and so our kids' kids might not ever understand none of the struggle. Right, you know what ever. I'm saying? Because yeah. we've we've pushed the legacy yeah. along, and and that's all I want, man. I I want to be able to to go on and be able to look down from heaven and say, man, my kids, they doing it. You know what I'm definitely, saying? Like definitely, that's always this, the goal. They got this down pat. Not to say that things are gonna be perfect, but they can match because it's it's this a this a tough world, yeah. man. This is a tough world, but I all but I'll stand by this, and I don't care what nobody say. You can you can think what you want to think. I believe no money is not everything, but money is necessary. And Definitely. the folk that have it, they don't deal with all the same bullshits. Not to say they don't have yeah, yeah. issues. Yeah, no, no, no. They they just don't have broke people issues. No, <laughs> you know uh-uh. what I'm yeah. But uh, I that's mean, you know, I'm money, saying. yeah, money, money and mental is is got to go hand to hand. So that's got to go hand to hand. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so where we at, man? Where we at? We partner tonight. <laughs> do you wanna? Uh, I wanna do whatever you want to do. Cause I don't know what this two way pager thing is. I'm a little curious. I had a thought, right? Okay. So somebody had uh, tweeted that uh, they posted a picture. So you remember the Motorola two way pages mm-hmm. T Mobile used to have, and they were saying that we used T-Mobile to flood the streets with them things. I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> but they were saying that um, somebody had tweeted that T Mobile should bring that joint back. Hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, yo, you know how lit two ways would be right now? And the reason why I say it is because I text more than I talk on the phone. Yeah, definitely. Easily. Like, like the talking on the phone is not that big of a deal. But I was saying, can you imagine what a 2021 two-way pager <laughs> would be like with social media? And but that yeah. shit would be lit, bro. Yeah. That shit would be lit. It would be like literally current around. A little laptop, and it's, right. and it's sort of we have we have that with the phone, but I I did dig the functionality of the two way page. Having you know an actual saying? keyboard to, to having an actual keyboard, how to flip, how the screen flipped, and all that. Right. But having the level of technology in it, like we got in the phones now, yeah. But that 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 two way, if somebody recreates that two way page and update that joint, yeah, that would I be think nice. that joint would fly. I think that joint will fly. Yeah. That was all. I just had that oh, okay. random thought. I wanted to throw it I out think there. the button thing is what they're trying to get away from. Yeah, but I ain't totally anti-buttons. Yeah. I think in... I mean, it'll work. I think it'll work. I think I mean, think they it'll do work. have the... I know Samsung has the phone now that, that folds out to like a tablet. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But it's still, it, it's all still touch screen. Exactly, yeah. That whole screen flip up. <laughs> that, that shit was lit, Crazy. man. Te- Two way pages was a was a good time. Hell man. yeah, <laughs> that was a good time. But that's all that was. I just had that. I meant to talk about that early. But oh, okay, my bad. Went a my bad. Way. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So abandonment issues. Abandonment issues. So 
Let me find that. Let me find that. Uh, is it? It was that in the text message? Or yeah. Was it somewhere else? Uh huh. It was that one. Uh, let me find it real quick. Oh, here it is. I got it. So, um, I came across some. I don't know if it was some. It had to be something I came across. Yeah, it was an article that was on Twitter. Okay. And the article was about people with. Uh, it was OCD and something else. I forget what the other thing mm. was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So you know, I'm always like, um skimming around for stuff to talk about okay and i i clicked on it well when i clicked on it it um it brought up the article and it had all these things you know all these uh i don't know what you call them do you call them phobias or uh i don't know Uh, you're right i don't know i don't know i don't know the i don't know the medical term for but it was it was ocd it was bipolar disorder it was something else and then i saw abandonment issues Mm. And I was like, hmm, you know, being, you know, being with my story or whatever, I'm like, I've always known I've had abandonment issues and okay. I've always talked about how I I feel like it reflects in my relationships a lot, right? Hmm. So I was just curious to see, like, what they had to say about people with abandonment issues. Okay. So I go in here and I start reading this shit and I'm like, bruh, this shit is like, really really active. so i don't want to read the whole thing but i want to go to a certain part um um let me see if i can find it real quick give me a okay boom this says uh a fear of abandonment presents itself in people who seem who seem like people pleasers or need continuous reassurance that they are loved mm. There is also a consistent anxiety that occurs with abandonment issues. Common signs of abandonment issues include giving too much or being overly eager to please, Mm. jealousy in your relationships or of others, trouble trusting your partner's intentions, feeling insecure about your relationship, having difficulty in feeling intimate emotionally, um, needing to control or be controlled by your partner, hmm. settling and settling in settling in unsatisfactory relationships. And when I was reading that, I was like, damn. Like, not I don't think so much in my friendships, but definitely in relationships, all that shit plays a part with me. Hmm. Um I don't know. That it kinda it kinda of definitely goes with, with you as a friend. Some of those. For real? Yeah, definitely. Talk about it. I love to hear I, well, it. I'm sorry. You got the, uh, what was the first? What was the f- okay, read let's them go again. Okay, so yeah. the first one was uh, giving too much or being overly eager to please. Okay. I wouldn't say that you're eager to please, but you definitely give a lot in oh, friendships. I've, I've seen you over the time. You're one who's, I'll do it. I'll front it. I'll, you know, like that's always been you. Even if it's not received or, or reciprocated back, mm, like you, you true. never, you don't look for it back. That is true. Although I loaned some money out to a friend last night, and I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely getting, you're getting there. But just I'm, overall, I'm on yeah, it. <laughs> overall, I've watched you, you know, just yeah. do a lot for a lot of people without mm. without hesitation. 
I can see that. I, I, I'm telling you, this shit hit home with me. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Jealousy in your relationship or of others. Yeah, that definitely ain't you at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. I guess they I all agree. can't hit because that is like totally opposite. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Trouble trusting your partner's intentions. I say absolutely. For real? Uh, okay, I wouldn't know yes. that, that part. I have this thing where um, I don't receive, you know how people say they don't receive compliments good? Okay. I'm sort of like that. Like, I don't, res- like, when you start doing things for me, mm. nice things and going out of your way, I-, I do get this sense of, like, what are you up to? Like, Damn. what did you, you know, what's about to happen or or what happened that you I can you, definitely tell you that according to these things so far, like I'm the total opposite of abandonment issue. I was never <laughs> abandoned because I ain't none of this shit. <laughs> this is me though. I'm definitely like I start looking at you funny. Um I had a I had a situation not too long ago where somebody had decided to buy some stuff for me. Um and I was really like Cat, I ain't gonna, I don't want to use the word bothered, but I was really taken aback mm. by it. I'm like, and I think the thing that really like triggered me, I'm like, at the time it was her birthday, mm. so I was like, why are you getting me something right. and it's your birthday? Like, I, I really, and she was like, oh, I just wanted to do something nice for you, right. but I'm like, I'm like, nah, do you, nah, you don't, and I wouldn't take it. Right. I'm like, nah, you like, you don't. Need but it kind of nice goes back to the first thing they said. You, you're always the one doing it true and so i'm i'm so used to being on the opposite side of that right. you're like hold on <laughs> no. what the fuck going on here <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though it's like when i read shit like this i'd be like it's it's like you don't realize it until you it's played back to mm. you and you're like damn i do kind of do that you know what i'm saying um uh what was i at trouble trusting your positive okay feeling insecure about your relationship i've been there mm. i've been there I think a lot of that comes from um I sort of just be waiting for all right when when shit about to go left cuz it all <laughs> it always goes left when, and it's not conscious though Greg mm. it's not something like you set out to like, do yeah it's not something I set out to do it's just something that just comes like mm. all right you know what I'm saying s- s- something Boom. I'm going to give an example. I give too much fucking information about myself on the show, but okay. I feel it's therapeutic. I'm going to give an example. When me and my um, kid's mother found out we was having Landon, mm-hmm. she knew off the bat like she wanted us to move in together she wanted us to you know start being you know, a family being a family creating a family home situation whatever blah 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 because you know at the time i was staying in my place she was at her place you know it was a back even though she's probably spent more time in my place than i spent at hers right it was like sort of like a back and forth thing or whatever blah 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 and i was not with it bro i was like <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do it because I felt like the minute that we did that is when things was going to start going bad with our relationship. Do you feel like because you would lose the upper hand or? 
No, it wasn't about the upper hand. It was just me just having that feeling like something going to go wrong. Mm. Something going, you know, because mind you, this is my, this is only my second, uh, this was my second relationship, like real relationship Mm -hmm. from being divorced. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I think I was still dealing with some of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was dealing with, just just uh you know this how it always goes like mm. it goes good and then shit falls apart you know what i'm saying Interesting. I, I still so i have that that thing that that i'm not sure i'm not sure and it, it might be playing a part in why i'm not quick to get married not, not thinking about marriage right you know what i'm saying because i'm just like shit gonna why go through all that to end up divorce anyway you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's Cause crazy I, Cause I feel like shit don't last. It just don't last. All right, I'm I'm talking. But you feel you can have a long-standing relationship without the marriage part. Yes, and without living with them. (laughs) Or or we can have a or we can have a bridge house. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 now you see why I. Think and feel. Oh, nigga, nigga, you. If anybody know, I know why you feel this. Okay, okay, okay. But um, I still go back to my previous, but we'll get to it. Okay. Having difficulty in feeling intimate and emotional. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's bad, bro. I <laughs> I ain't want to do this to get all deep and shit. No, no, we, 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 we ain't got to get too deep. We can come back to but it. But it's, nah, we, fuck it. We here. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I don't, I, I think I'm really... I don't put a lot of weight into shit, if that makes sense. I don't know how to put it. Mm. I just don't. It's almost like, have you know how people say I got a wall up? Mm-hmm. It's almost like having a wall up. You know what I'm saying? Got like, you. It's like I'm not going to let you take. Put, I'm going to put it like this. It's going to take a special woman to open some of this shit in me again. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, still, you yeah. get what I'm saying? I, I, listen, I'm already here. That's what we, we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right, um, settling in unsatisfactory relationship. Now, I think I finally graduated from that. Okay, I about to say, I definitely don't think you're going to settle. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and what, I say, um, what I say to that, too, is I've gotten to a point in my life where if it ain't working, if I'm not happy, I'm out, bro. Yeah. Like, I've been in long-term relationships where I wasn't happy for a long time. Right. Them days is over, bro. Yeah. Like, what is if the it benefit? ain't working. What is the benefit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before I was I was sort of sitting in it because I'm like, all right, it'll get better. Like hoping and wishing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it's it's sort of like what we say in trading. Um people when think when a trade is going good, people get out early because of fear. Mm. And when tra- when a trade is going bad, they stay in too long out of hope. Got you. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta think the opposite of the way around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like when things are going good, have hope. Right, when exactly. things are going bad, get have out. Yeah, yeah. And get out. And get Absolutely. out. Absolutely. But yeah, so you know, I was reading that article and I'm like, that shit really, really hitting home with me. Um uh it and and the last part, and then I'll stop here. Mm. It uh, it's more, but I must just stop here. It is not uncommon for you to want your partners to treat you the same way as you was treated as a child. And mine is not so much I want to be treated the same way, but I have 
found myself, and I, it took me a long time to realize this is what it was. Mm. But I went through a phase where I was sort of looking for motherly shit from the women I was dealing with. Okay. And that was that was completely unfair to them because they're not there to be motherly to At me. all, right. But I was, a, I was looking for some things that I felt I didn't get as a child mm-hmm. from these relationships. Right. And so um, I agree with it, but in the aspect that I just explained. Gotcha. So that is something that stems from my childhood. And I, I, and I guess my question, and I, and I don't know if we can come to an answer, but how do we, as people, know these things? Like, you, you know these things to a T. Know what things? Everything that we just talked about. Like, all, mm-hmm. your, all your, you know, th- mm-hmm. that whole shit we just went through. You know what's holding you back or, 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 or affecting you. Mm-hmm. How do we change it? And I think that's what I struggle with for me because I don't deal well with excuses. And and, and, and okay. this this is to be totally transparent and I'm not not mm-hmm. saying that I'm right, perfect, or anything. Mm-hmm. I just struggle with people using things as excuses. Because mm-hmm. I feel like me as an individual, I have a lot of things that I can use as an excuse in life. I'm not saying that you're using an excuse. I'm just saying people in general. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, my question is how do what do we do to get over the hump? Mm-hmm. Mine, mine is is, and I agree with you. And but mine, I'm gonna say this. In me saying this, I'm not so much using it as an excuse. Right. I'm saying I need somebody that is uh, willing mm-hmm. and patient enough to work with me because my situation become mm-hmm. my situation is in a matter of dealing with a partner. Right. Now I'm by myself. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could rock solo dolo, but it's hard to find somebody that's willing to. Uh, what's the word? Love you and be patient enough mm-hmm. to work with you through that. Because I'm because one thing one thing about me, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this yeah. stuff. See, <laughs> and this is and this is exactly and this this is perfect. That that answer was exactly what I guess I needed to hear. Because I, I see you differently down the line. Like, I, I hear you talk. You know, I know how what you go through, whatever. But I see differently down the line because the one thing that you have that most people don't, uh-huh. you know it. Oh, facts. You know what facts. I'm saying? And you accept it. And yeah. you know who you are. So and I will tell you, and you will tell it, and you will express it. So the person that that's coming into your life, they know what they're getting into, Mm -hmm. so there can't be no no issues. So if we gonna rock, but it be issues. But and then know the people you like. Nah, I ain't dealing with you. Yeah. And then when that, like you said, when that person comes that fits you, Mm -hmm. all that shit you've been talking is gonna go out the window. I believe that because, but and that's why I say you, you people shouldn't settle because most people will settle because they don't believe that that's achievable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, ain't nobody gonna take me for who I am. I, you know, uh, this dude make a lot of money. He kind of cute. He loved me a little bit. I settle. 
but you're miserable. But there mm-hmm. is literally someone out here that fits who you are. But Facts. you got to be willing to, first of all, know who you are. Secondly, express who you are and mm-hmm. be receptive to being, you know, loved by the per for who you are, for who you are. And, 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 and bless all their hearts. <laughs> they come in thinking they could do this yeah. until they yeah. got to deal with mm-hmm. this. And it's but like, no, they come in thinking they can change you. Facts. Boom. You're right. You absolutely. And that's per right. people's problem, like we talked about before. Take people for face value. Don't come into Facts. a relationship saying, oh, I like this about him, but I can change that. Don't Facts. come into it as that. Come into it like, this is who he is. Do I love you him? Part. Do I love her? <laughs> this is what yeah. we're going to do moving forward. But again, yeah. the key to everything is you expressing it. Facts. And, ex- and, and accept, but most people look at it like, oh, I, I, that's my fault. I, I'm a. I got a fault. This is my, you know what I'm saying? Like you look at it as a mm-hmm. bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just who you are. And it's okay to Facts. be you. It's Facts. okay to be loved for being Facts. John. You don't have to be nobody Thank else. You. It's okay. But Thank most people, you. but most people don't believe, like most people, like they be like, oh, I got some kind of abandonment issue. Ain't nobody going to love me for that. No, somebody will. And don't mm-hmm. settle until you find that person who will. It's okay. Facts. It's okay. Facts. Facts, facts. I agree with you a thousand percent. And I feel like, I feel like, and and it's funny because me and my mother was having a conversation and she's so puzzled by like when it comes to me and relationships because she was like, she was like, John, I don't understand. You're such an open book. Like, Mm -hmm. what is the problem? And I'm like, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I would lay it all out there for you. You know what I'm saying? But. But they see the they see the goodness and they don't want to hear that other side. They're like, nah, I don't yeah. want to hear that shit. Like, yeah, nigga, you yeah. look good. You know what I'm saying? You you funny. That's all I want to discuss right now. <laughs> Your issues, we'll get to that five years later after we marry. We'll deal with it you then. Know, you know how many you know how many females I've dealt with, and like you said, the funny, they met me at a party. Yeah. And, you know, the, the way they met me. It's like, oh, I just thought you was just like this 24-7. Mm-mm. I'm like, hell no. Yeah. They don't meet <laughs> John like, when he just want to be alone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or oh, when I've had a bad day. Or right. when I want you to shut the fuck up. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because I have another side. And, so, and it's funny because um, they talk about a lot of comedians. And they say a lot of comedians uh, go through depression. Like they're actually uh, known to, to have depression issues mm, i can see and that. i was thought that i also that was so funny it was like you think oh this guy gets on stage he cracked his joke he have you cracking up laughing and you don't even realize this motherfucker is depressed as hell i was you know really i was really shocked when i started really paying attention to martin i okay. thought martin was the nigga who's mm-hmm. always on joke time and he like mm-hmm. nah I, I don't like to do that all the time that ain't yeah. me. It's like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, nigga, nah, nigga, do Jerome, nigga, do Facts. Jerome. <laughs> right. Like, nah, he don't be in the mood and for I, that shit. Yeah, and I go through that, and people, I've had situations where people be like, like, if I'm not joking, you know, automatically they think something's wrong. Like, hey, what's wrong with you? Like, what do you mean? I'm chill. Right. Nah, nah, something wrong. Something right. wrong. I'm like, well, what? Like, because I'm not, you know what I'm saying, acting like a clown? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, 
I don't want a clown today. Like, nah, nigga, do Jerome. Nigga, do Jerome. Come on. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes I want to have the luxury of just sit here and don't say shit mm. and just observe. But then I be in situations if I don't joke, it's all tense and quiet. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, then they develop an attitude <laughs> because they don't understand what you got going on. So it's like, right. oh, he, oh, he, this nigga doing something else. So I'm like, and you look over there, you're like, man, why you got an attitude? Like, <laughs> oh, nigga, you sitting over there all fucking quiet. Do your own, nigga. Yeah. Do your own. <laughs> it's like let me let me turn up so we can have a good right, time. Right, exactly. Like, now you gotta do Jerome just for the fuck out of it. Just do it. But yeah, man. But you know, I be saying I get too personal on here, but it's it's actually good for me. It's good for me to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I no. think it I think it's therapeutic. Definitely. But um, but yeah. So that's what I had on that. Um, let y'all in a little bit on the head of King John. All right. <laughs> so right, what else? So we near in the end. Let's let's get to the uh. The reviews. Two's reviews. Two's reviews. Two's reviews. So I know your ass ain't watch shit. What? 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 Just what, anything, what period. No, I'm just saying anything. I have it. Okay. I yeah. have it. <laughs> oh, no, I did. Mm. I might have seen something that you ain't seen. All right. I want to talk let, about it. Let I'm me hear. Talk about it. Uh, no, I'm going to let you go first. I mean, I got a couple things, so. All right. So I so I was I was talking with a friend. Um, Was it last week? Had it been like last week, a week before last. And um, I was setting up her, her fire stick. And so uh, we got to talk about diff- – no, I, I like to ask people, like, what you watching, what you into, or whatever. So she was running down this laundry list of shit that she she had been watching. One of the things was um, – uh, was it The Shy? The Shy was one of them. Okay. Um, and then she, so I seen that. And then she was talking about something else. So I hipped her to, uh, she had never seen Your Honor. So based okay. off the stuff that she was, she was telling me about that she liked, that she was into, it was that a lot of shit lit. on Netflix or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I said, yo, I said, uh, based off the stuff you telling me, you should watch Your Honor. Mm-hmm. I was like, that sound like, based off of what you've been telling me, that sound like something I think you would really like or whatever. She was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. So she ended up watching. She, I think she binged that shit in like two days or something God damn. like that. Like she, because I told her, I said, once you watch the yeah. first episode, that, that shit going to draw you in. And, you know, she worked from home. So it was like, all right, bet. So she had watched that. I think she said that night she had watched the first episode. Mm. Shit, that next day, she was like, yeah, I'm on episode five. I can't stop looking at <laughs> yeah, this shit. So I was like, yeah. And I was, and, and, and so, quick side note, that's the great thing about uh, seeing a series that's already like aired and yeah, you can just watch it straight binge. through. Yo, binging is the shit when you could do it like yeah. that. But like I said, she I think I won't say she rocked that joint in like two days. Mm. She hit me back, was like that joint was shit. But in the midst of all that, okay. she talked about a show that piqued my interest. It's a Netflix, it was a Netflix series called Sex Life. Okay. Definitely didn't and see that. The, the reason why I know you did. Most people probably <laughs> haven't seen it. The reason why I piqued my interest is because she was saying I think I heard she of first, it she said when she first started watching it, she she couldn't like she was like, I stopped watching it because she was like, yo, they be getting it in on that joint. Yeah, like, I think I know be, what this is. Yeah, she was like, they just be fucking it, fucking it, fucking, fucking. So I was like, okay, I was like, well, what's the plot? Like, what is it about? So she started talking about I said, yo, that sounds like something I'll watch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, long story short, I decided. Now, mind you, I don't even have. I didn't even have fucking Netflix. Mm. I literally paid. And all right, so let me go back. 
I'm actually signed on my living room TV. I'm signed into somebody else's Netflix. Of course, so Dude, that's that's the only way to do it, baby. But my stupid, <laughs> my stupid butt. I'm in my bed and I turn it on in my room and I'm like, damn, I don't have Netflix. Forgetting that I'm using somebody else's Netflix, mm-hmm. so I ended up buying Netflix. Okay, because I tried to pull it up on my apps and for for whatever reason I couldn't pull this this put everything else she said I could pull up, but I, but this particular one I couldn't pull up. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna go ahead and get Netflix. So I get Netflix. The show is about uh, uh, two girls who basically hung out together, went to college together, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They were like party girls. They went through their whole phase, mm-hmm. right? And the the so there's a white girl and a black girl. The white girl meets this guy who's like a record exec. You know what I'm saying? So he like, you know, got money, lives luxurious, go, he can go on whatever trips he want to go to, whatever. They go to all these parties and concerts and da-da-da-da. She was having a good-ass time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't see in the beginning, but you find out later why they break up, but they end up breaking up, right? Okay. As they're broken up, she meets this guy. He's he's well to do, you know, he's got a good career and all that, but he's not he's not like how to he he don't live a rock star's life. Mm-hmm. The executive guy sort of lives like a rock star life. Dude got his shit together, wholesome, perfect what you would call the perfect guy, right? right? So they fast forward, they they Get, you you find out later like how they end up meeting or whatever. So that's you learn all this little bits of stuff in the very beginning. So mm-hmm. it jumps to them. They're married. They just had a second baby or whatever. And she she used to be a writer or some shit. So she's been uh, doing a journal in her computer. So long story short, they just had a baby. She's been journaling in her computer. And she's been journaling about... Mm-hmm. The glass guy that yeah. she was dealing with or whatever. Yeah, I was told about this show. Okay. He goes into her computer one day and reads the shit mm-hmm. and finds out she still thinks about this nigga. She still has fantasies about this dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And when she found out that he read the shit, she thinking like, oh, he going to be pissed, pissed right. you know what I'm saying? But it he was I mean he he wasn't happy about it but he he kind of took it as a cue like mm-hmm. you understood right, the I assignment gotta, like it's time to turn I gotta up. step my yeah I gotta step my game up whatever so he goes he step I don't want to get a whole shit away just in mm-hmm. case you decide to watch the shit but he ends up stepping his game up or whatever mm-hmm. but then it ends up still not being enough and I'll I'll leave it at that now the shit was. It it was not something typically I would watch, mm-hmm. would have watched. It was definitely something somebody had to put me on to. Gotcha. I would have seen that. Sh- I would have seen this shit a million times and, and never watched it. Because right. I don't recognize oh, none of the actors. It. it looked like some Lifetime type <laughs> Tyler Perry, BT type. But it turned out to actually be very interesting. And what, what was interesting about it was the dynamic of... It's not that she don't love her husband. It's not that she don't want to be with her husband. He has the 80% yeah. or the 90%. But this 10% I'm is haunting her. Yeah. Like it's it. haunting her like, like I, I missed that 10%. Mm. And so it's this whole thing dealing with that. And the way it ended, I'm hoping, I'm like, damn, now I want them to do a second. <laughs> I want to see... Like I, so, the shit actually end up being good. But the joint is called Sex Life, and it's it's a Netflix series. So okay. if you want to check it out, um, check out out of 
out of five twos, I'll give it um I'll give it three and a half. And the only reason why I'm giving it three and a half, because like I said, it's not I'm you I'm one of those people that I only really watch high quality shit. Got like you. I'm a HBO series, Showtime, Stars. Mm. I don't do network TV series. I don't do Got like you. I'm a high, so it's not, it doesn't meet my high end uh, bouginess when it comes to series, gotcha. but it was good. So I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm going to give it three and a half twos. Okay. That's Definitely. If, if you don't mind seeing almost porno level sex, if you can handle watching that, because I know some people yeah. can't handle that. If you can handle watching that, it's a good watch. Check it out. Okay. Yeah, sex okay. Life. Sex life. <laughs> All right, what you got for me? All right, so um, I know I talked about it last last episode, I think, if I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. the show Clickbait on Netflix. Yes, you did bring it up before. All right, yeah, so I, wa- I remember we watched the first two episodes. It wasn't that good. I gave it two more. It kind of piqued my interest. Uh-huh. I was told something at work by somebody that made me really interested in it. Okay. And it played out great. It's definitely something to check out. It is. Okay. It's really good. That's a that's a complete change from. What oh yeah, exactly. It, it it took a total turn. It. Okay. It is. It's a really a must watch. Clickbait is a must watch. I would okay, give it. it I would give it four twos just because of how they did it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm jump out the box. It's a, it's Three a and a half, four. A it's a series. Oh, it's a series. Yeah. Okay. I just I'll wanted to recap that real quick. I did see, because that's a Netflix joint, right? Yes, Netflix joint. Because I did see the advertisement. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. All right. So, first movie uh, I watched, Vacation Friends on Hulu with uh, Lil Rail. Yeah, I know something. John Cena and an uh, old girl from uh, Insecure, right? Yes. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> really? That thing is that movie is hilarious. And it's one of those movies where, you know, when you watch I see it, people hating on it. For real? Yeah. I'm, see, I see I'm people glad say I don't I watch like shit before I hear people talk about it because I see people say they didn't like clickbait. Oh yeah. But they probably didn't see it all the way through. Okay. Because I would have okay. stopped okay. after two episodes. I'd have been like, fuck this show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It was horrible. But it ends great. Yeah, clickbait is definitely worth a watch. But Vacation Friends to me was hilarious. Like it's funny I'm as fuck. Definitely check it out. And it's one of those movies where you think, all right, I know what's about to happen. Oh, I, you, you, you're uh, already trying to figure out what's about to happen. And uh-huh. nothing ever happens the way, at least for me, that I thought it was going to happen. Like, Got you. every time I was like, oh, I know what's about to happen. Oh, this is how it's going to play out. Oh, this is going to be the plot. It never turned into that, but it did turn into it, kind of. But okay. every time you think you got it, it's like something else happens. And it's funny. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious to me. Like Lil Rail and and all of them played the part. Like to me it was okay. hilarious. I, I think it's definitely, definitely check it out. I give it three, three twos. Okay. Definitely think it's a good watch. Um And it's called what again? Vacation, Vacation Friends. Friends. Yeah, on Hulu. Got you. Okay. Got you. Um what I watched. Movie called Kate on Netflix. Uh somebody's who's I think I told you about it and I told you we was gonna talk okay. about it. Yeah, it's okay. it's like if you went to John Wick and um, what's the other joint? No, you know what I'm thinking about. Karen. It's a movie called. That's not like a scary movie. It's about a crazy white woman that lived next door to this black family. Dang, for it's real? Called, yeah, it's called Karen. 
That's what somebody um, told me about the other day. It wasn't Kate. It was Karen. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, Kate is more John Wick. Ah, uh, okay. Bro. If, <laughs> action. If it's action, yeah. If it's action, I'll watch it. Action than a motherfucker. She gets busy. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's got a nice storyline to it. Um, She's an assassin. Okay. And then she's trying to get out, so she has one last mission, and of course, it takes a turn. But that was a really good movie too. I get that three and a half twos as well. Okay. Um, and it got what's my man? What's my man? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I ain't heard that name in a long time. Woody Harrelson might be underrated. <laughs> I, I I can see that. Yeah, Woody Harrelson pops up in a lot of shit, and he in that um. I definitely can see that. What he about to be in? Damn, I had some notes. Let me see. He in something new? Yeah. I don't hmm. want to mess up my recording. You good? The new Venom. He in a new Venom movie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, I, I like Woody Harrelson in that. I like him in a lot of stuff. I, I every time I see him, I be like, damn, like, Woody keep going, like <laughs> Woody, yeah. Woody ain't stopped. Yeah. Uh, been around a long time. Yeah, that he's was. 60, he's sixty years old now. God damn. Okay, Woody. But yeah, that was a good one. Kate Kate's action pack. I like the plot. I like the ending. It was really good. Oh, apparently he was in both Venoms. Was he in both Venoms? He might have been. The first Venom. Okay. I seen it, but I ain't pay attention to it. The second one looked more interesting, so I'm going to go back and watch the first. Okay. Just to see. Okay. Okay. And that one was called what again? Kate. Oh, that was the Kate. Yeah, that's okay. the action joint. Gotcha. So definitely gonna check that out. Last but not least, uh I finally we finally watched Fatherhood. The Kevin Hart oh, joint. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. You ain't watched it, like I'm it. assuming. Hell no. So for me, <laughs> it's it was hard to see Kevin Hart be serious. Be serious. Mm, okay. But I think they did a good enough job where he didn't need to be serious all the time. There was okay. still enough regularness where it it kind of worked. Mm. But all I could see when he was in this movie is like his stand-ups. You know when he talk about like, and I guess that kind of helped him because he always talk about being a parent. Okay. So in this movie, you know, he's a single parent. Uh, mm. His his uh his wife, was, she, was he married? I'm guessing it was his wife. Died uh, after the, the baby was born. Okay. So he had to raise the child pretty much on his own. And it goes back to a conversation, you know, we had on here when I was talking about being a mom. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard. You know, yeah, and I don't, think, I don't think fathers get enough credit, not, not to diminish moms because moms mm-hmm. are moms, but they're awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. But there are some fathers who can step into the mom role. You know, mm-hmm. like like we not we don't have to be single or or the mom has to die or anything like that for us to step into those roles. But there's some fathers who can step into those roles. But there's just watching it. It just shows that no matter how great we are, mm-hmm. <laughs> we we just it's still moments where we ain't the mom. We ain't the mom. Yep. But in this, and it goes back to what I was saying about you earlier. He was one of those, you know, it's your mom will never be forgotten. 
Like it's me, you, mm-hmm. your mom's still here. I ain't checking for no other chicks, like none of that. Mm-hmm. And he end up f- falling into a chick. You know, she kind of, mm-hmm. but the chick knew how to handle him. There was mm-hmm. no forcing. There was no, It. W- she made it easy. And that's what I was saying mm-hmm. about earlier. It's going, it takes the right person who Facts. fits you, who don't rush you, who don't force you, who don't try to Facts. change, who understands you Facts. that changed his whole mindset. Even when he mm-hmm. even when he fucked up and tried to, you know, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. It was like this person understood it. It was like, no, we we gonna figure it out. And mm-hmm. that's what it takes. Sometimes when you got walls up that's or you got barriers, you need someone who understands you and is willing. You know, as long as you're not it's being disrespectful, yep. you know, that understands what you're dealing with and, and knows how to handle you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. that movie was, I give it a three. Okay. Yeah. I and think what's, what's it called again? Fatherhood. Fatherhood. I think I was. I remember. I remember when folk was talking about yeah, it. Yeah. I think I, I give it a, a higher ranking because of the. The message behind it, you know, seeing fathers actually step up, it made it a little bit better for me because Kevin Hart, he didn't do bad, but again, it's still hard to kind of take him away from, yeah, exactly, being serious. Gotcha. But yeah, that was was it. That was a pretty good movie, though. I liked it. Okay. All right. All right. So that's the... That's the reviews. But I'm definitely going to check out three of the four. There was, there was a. I forgot what what happened in the movie, but it reminded me of a time where I had to take my middle daughter to the doctors. Mm-hmm. So you remember, you know, the the fucking car seats with the handle and shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, I do the car seat. We in the. Uh, I take her into the doctor's office or whatever. Check in or whatever. We sitting there. She's still in the car seat. I'm sitting there with her or whatever. So they call us to the back. So of course I pick up the car seat, you know, like normal. Mm-hmm. Move it. Move the handle to the front, you know. Pick her up. <laughs> As I picked her up, the handle didn't lock. So when I picked up the, you know, the car seat joint, it mm-hmm. it slid forward and the handle slid back and my daughter just Woo! fell out of the the car seat. Smack oh! face first. <laughs> oh. I'm in that joy panicking. Like, oh my God. Like, what is, you know, what did she I had do? to be young, too. Young, because she, she in the car seat. So, young as fuck. But I'm in the doctor's office. So, of course, you know, they pick her up, they scoop her, they take her, you know, oh no, sir, everything's fine. You know, I'm hysterical. So, I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, I got to deal with her mom. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I didn't drop mm-hmm. my child. And it's funny because the next appointment, of course, they told her everything that happened and they was laughing oh. at me and shit. Like, because I was panicking. Like, I really thought I fucked up. But they was like, no, she's okay. Like, the baby is fine. Like, thank goodness I was in the doctor's office so they could check her out and make sure everything is straight. But it was a moment on the show, I mean, the movie that reminded me of that time. And I'm like, damn, uh, like, I really <laughs> almost fucked up. But I was, I was did, really panicking. Like, bro, I'm in she, trouble. Uh, did she cry? Of course, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was okay. a baby, so she cried, but nothing crazy. I, don't, I mean, she right, wasn't fucked up. Since I'm a good friend, and okay. I'm not going to leave you out there looking bad as a person by yourself, I'll <laughs> okay, tell I a story. A <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we not going to go too far. Nah. I'm just going to give give my little story so you don't be the only okay. one. So, you know, uh, for those you don't know, I, I play bass. I've been playing bass for about 20 years or whatever. And this particular night, uh, it was just me and Landon. This is when I only had one. Okay. And it was just me and him at home. So he had to be young. And, oh, was it? What's Hollow here? No, it was just Landon because he was still crawling. 
And um, so I was practicing the bass, whatever. He crawling around. He playing. He doing whatever. I'm sitting there practicing, whatever. whatever. So something was he was. I was trying to. I just. I was trying to move my stuff around so that he could have more. So the area he was playing in, I, I kind of was feeling like I was kind of in his way. Mm-hmm. So I got up. I I I took my bass off or whatever. I leaned my bass up on the rack or whatever, and I went to move. So I had I have this little. It's a small amp that I play on that I practice on. It's okay. probably the the speaking is probably to give you an idea of the size of the speaking is probably about ten inches. So it's it's pretty small, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it has some weight to it because it's it's a speaker. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's it, it has got the on the four corners of the box that it's in with the handle. Mm-hmm. It's got like metal edges. Got gotcha. you. Like, yeah, yeah. That that hold the box in or whatever. So. I'm like, I, I put my bass down. He crawling around. I'm like, hold on, man, hold on. Let me let me move this stuff because he about to, he about to pull my shit all apart or whatever. <laughs> so I get up, I get up to grab the amp so I could move the amp. And of course, I'm, I'm everything is happening so fast. I'm not thinking like the amp is still plugged up, right? So when I go to lift the amp up, the it kind it kind of snatched it. Because the plug is still plugged in the mm-hmm. wall. So when I go to lift it up, it kind of snatches out my hand and I drop the amp. And of course, landing is right there. <laughs> that jump falls right on his head. Boom. Yeah, damn. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I done killed my son. Yo, shit. Yo. I go grab him or whatever, thinking like, oh man, I done, I done messed up or whatever. Damn. This thing a laying and laughing right. about it. <laughs> like, like it wasn't nothing. Now, mind you, this amp ain't, I mean, it ain't heavy, but it ain't light. But it ain't light it up you know too. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I guess luckily where where it hit him at and it happened so fast, mm. it didn't really like really phase him a little bit. That's but crazy. I was like, thank God, because I was like, that could have been, that could have went completely left. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have really, like, bust myself. That's how I felt in that doctor's office when I dropped her ass. I was like, shit, they about to call the people on me. (laughs) So you don't have to feel alone. It happens. It happens. Things happen. (laughs) But, uh, we good? Is that, is that everything? Because we way old. Yeah, we gonna stop it there. All right, well, uh, Damn, I forgot how I end the show. It's the Separated Two <laughs> Podcast. I'm your boy, O King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny, with my co host. You and you, stepchild G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick James. Make sure you go and check out you and you underscore network on Instagram. There you can find the link to all the shows on the podcast. Uh-huh. Make sure you listen to the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe, download, please. That's how we get our numbers. And until next time, uh, we'll be back. Same time, same place. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Brooklyn niggas that run in your house I don't really understand what the running's about But we hunters, we take pride in airing our prey out Leaving them laid out dead and just for sport Cause we ain't playing up here in New York I got a hundred guns and hundred clips Nigga, I'm from New York yeah, New York And you can tell the way the homies spit That nigga, I'm from New York New York I got a hundred ways to make a grip 
Yes, I'm from New York, New York. And you can tell I get real ignorant. Cause nigga, I'm from New York, New York. And this is how we do. Nigga, I can see the coke in your nose. This ain't a movie, even he got his head blown on the globe. And I was just about to find God. But now that Mace is back, I think I'd much rather find a Menard. And everybody talking crazy how they AK spit. But we don't disinvestigate, and they ain't spray shit. Not me, I'm a truth, homie. Got the industry shook like nah, nigga, Joe gon' let him loose on me. True story, I'm bringing the team back. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. My nigga Dre said crime.